What's up, bikers? Episode 160 today with the Colorado Kid. And oh my God, it's been so long since we've had a show. I was just talking to Joe. I don't know where the time went, but the the short story is did some travel, had some good times. I guess I was taking a break. I didn't know that, but that's what happened. So this is season, whatever it is now. Anyways, really appreciate everybody tuning back in. We're going to get things going again well into the the future i don't know where i was going with that anyways <laughs> the long story short is i'm trying to be consistent again we're gonna do this so definitely uh definitely uh we'll have some good shows coming up i can tell you that much anyways let's say this first thank you very much for everybody on patreon i really appreciate all you guys out there and gals everybody that's out there means a lot definitely does got somebody new the other day popped up there and um really really stoked about that so any of you guys that want to help out with the show keep things going beer in the fridge or protein powder in the uh, shakes whatever it is it's this this thing takes a lot to get this whole biker machine it takes it takes a bit to ha to happen but um it's a community thing and all of you guys are are the community it's very grass grassroots i try not to do the sponsorship thing i'm not saying i never will but it is what it is one of these days there'll be a bunch of commercials on here you guys will be like man should have signed up for patreon now he's got all these commercials anyways if you want something for free swing by instagram give me a follow over there same thing with facebook it's the same content you don't need to do it both places but if you really feel inclined to go for it because i like seeing those numbers grow same thing here you know how to subscribe you know how to thumbs up you know you know how to youtube if you're listening on the pod podcast though write a review i actually checked it out the, the other day and um, a couple of new ones on there as well so thank you guys that took the time to go over to apple podcast give me a five-star review that was rad it's always fun reading those too so i appreciate it every single one of you guys that put your effort into helping this show grow and um keeping everything afloat so with all that being said we'll go ahead and bring bring joe back on what's up joe hi <laughs> Uh, <laughs> hi <laughs> how are you it's like uh that's not what you want to see like out of a van window like hi it's like that's <laughs> it's the act, exact opposite of what i should have done yeah right no no uh, yeah anyways man <laughs> holy cow now now you got me all flustered mm -hmm. <laughs> Dude, how it's are been you since we've talked i mean I we've talked that. like riding but we haven't talking on talked on this which is funny because like we were talking about how fast time goes by and it's like it's been way too long since we've done this it's been like at least over a year right yeah it has it has to have been i mean somebody in the somebody in the comments go ahead and search biker bar and calirado and see tell us tell, tell us when the last one was but yeah i think when i looked when i was when i because you know you how you use templates to do everything and, yep. and i looked at the last show just to see it was episode 94 so it's um it it doesn't feel like it's been that long in my I know. mind it's kind of ridiculous that that many guests have been on this and i'm still not a millionaire i mean come on <laughs> <laughs> i mean somebody in the in the apple in the apple um, um write-up said that i'm the joe rogan of mountain bike podcast so I wouldn't I disagree with like, that. Honestly, like the again, we talked about it before. The amount of people that you've had on the show and that you've talked to and like the wealth of knowledge that exists on the biker bar is second to none. Like there's a lot of people starting up podcasts, but they don't they don't have the backlog, Robert. They don't got it. They don't have it, man. I really need to lean lean into the podcast. One of these days, I'm gonna sit down and edit like a billion clips 
maybe if I get like 19 more people on um, Patreon, I could afford an intern or something like that's that. That's right. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> we just got to hire, hire Kyle across the board. Just make him do everything for us. Like videographer, <laughs> just behind the scenes, intern, just our grip, our lighting guy. Like we'll just make everything. Kyle do everything. I, that sounds good, man. That sounds good. So I swung by your channel and um, I don't know what it was at before. I'm sure it was like 20,000 or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's, it's at like 130,000 now. And first of all, that's like super impressive. But the thing that actually got me was 72 million views. I didn't even realize that. That is actually pretty crazy. Yeah. 72 million people have watched you do something. That's nuts, man. <laughs> that's nuts. I feel bad for them. <laughs> like, <laughs> or it's really like 1 million people 72 times. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Either oh, way, man. that's a lot, man. That's like crazy. Man, I, I think we're all just fighting to catch up with Seabass. That guy has just, just gone like bonkers with his, like he's over 300 something thousand. I'm pretty sure he passed 350,000 on YouTube. Oh, wow. Which is nuts. Do you think it's all like like shorts though? I mean, I, I haven't looked it's at his channel to see like his long. Like I, I watched his. Uh, I think he has a separate channel for his long. Mm, yeah, informal normal. Like, yeah, yeah, and I, I'll, I'll watch those when they pop up. But I don't think he does any of that longer format on his regular channel, does he? He does. Yeah, he's got some really well produced videos, and like he'll do them yeah. sparingly. And I think the yeah. reason why he's like like all the the greatest content creators create a second channel because like. That way they could put their kind of like roughly edited, just ride videos on the second channel. Yeah. And then he keeps the highly produced stuff on the main channel. We did, a, um, we did, we were out at the TDS Enduro. Have you ever been out to the TDS Enduro? Just like witnessed I it? I haven't gone yet. Every year it seems like I have a new excuse. So I need to start working on my excuse for next year. But dude, I'll <laughs> say like for, for like for somebody who's never been involved in the race scene or anything like that. Like I've never been, I don't even really watch my mountain bike racing, but like going out there and witnessing what those guys do, it's pure insanity. And like seeing it on that level, it was really cool. And Seabass actually ran in the e-bike division that day. And um, you and I both know, like sometimes making event videos, like people could care less. Like they just yeah. won't tune in. It's it's almost impossible, no matter how fun it is for us. Like people yeah. just don't care. And so uh, I was really stoked, man. He he made a TDS Enduro video that was like a really great story of his journey through the race. And uh, it's I think it's well over 200,000 views. It's like really, wow. it's cool to see. So that stuff, like just seeing that happen is really cool. But yeah, he does. Yeah. He keeps the highly produced stuff there. Yeah, they're doing a great job over there. It's mm -hmm. definitely... Um... It's been interesting to see see him kind of come along. I, I know, like, when I first started talking to him, he really didn't have any YouTube presence mm -hmm. at all. I mean, he was I think he, he was probably like 100K on Instagram or, or TikTok or something like that at the time. But, yeah, yeah, it's definitely like, like, at that point, him and I could go to an event and people would know me. Yeah. And now we go to an event and I'm I'm like they just think I'm some other guy standing around trying to get a picture with him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so. yeah. But I mean, same with you, man. I mean, like, honestly, the two of you were standing next together at, at Seattle or, or Sedona last time we were there. And it was like, there's nobody else here, you know? Yeah. It's kind of crazy how that works. Like I think short form tends to spread more. We've talked about it in the past. Like people like it's easier to share than YouTube stuff, like long form YouTube stuff, like a short things like, ah, funny, send it, send it. So like, I think that as a whole has like made it easier to ingest our stuff, which has been helpful. And I also think that we got in like right at the right time, like right when Instagram started pushing reels and stuff, I was starting to learn how to make short form videos. And so like 
that was advantageous. And YouTube shorts, same thing. They really started pushing those right at the right time when I started making good shorts. So it's like, mm -hmm. there was a, I think there was a couple scenarios that really like helped me develop a bigger audience, just timing wise, just timing wise. But it is crazy going to events. It's, uh, it's really cool. It's really cool. Uh, it, it gets crazy. I lose my voice sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think that, um, realistically though, people making funny mountain bike short form content there's not many yeah i mean you're it's really it's really a it's like you him just the maker and there's a couple of other smaller ones that i'll see pop up now and then right right but for the most part like if you want something funny that's like in that genre you guys are it i mean so i i think in that aspect you're kind of like the the single track sampler bkxe seth kind of trio of people that are like in that you, you know what i'm saying yeah i remember i always remember like uh long, the, sto the story where uh paul was on somebody's podcast and like when i just started out right he had mentioned me on a podcast i had maybe you know 100 200 this is pre dick beard uh before yeah. we did the live stream and all that stuff and like yeah. he was like oh man if that guy would have started you know five years ago he would have been huge and I, and I always took i always took not took offense but i always like all right well fine let me prove him wrong and so it was yeah. like it's always been the journey right but Maybe I found the other, the pocket. Like, it's like, because yeah. the YouTube game, everybody got started there at the right time. Um, Paul's always good at telling you something that you want to prove him wrong on. <laughs> I know. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I took it constructively. Yeah, so yeah, it was, it was yeah. a good evolution in the Calibrados channel. Because it was like, that time that I started evolving to the long, like, the really elaborate long four stuff. You know how it is, where you edit yeah. 30 plus hours and you put it out and nobody watches it. I'm like, I was just, God, dude, it was like, ah. Uh. And so anyways, like, yeah, that drive to to go to short form, I think it was partially because of burnout. So I think I've talked about that before, you know, like yeah. we all have that where we're just pushing so hard without a lot of reward and it worked out, I guess. Yeah. I, I had to do like a mental reset recently, man, yeah. where like, I think it's so easy to judge yourself on your numbers, your view time, your whatever. And, and, and comparatively to like your peers, especially since like, um, I mean, we all talk, you know what I mean? It's a yeah. small community yep. and stuff, you know? So it's really easy. It, it, it'd be like going on a ride and not, and being the slowest guy on the ride. And there's no way you're not going to like, think about that. Yeah. You, yeah, you know yeah. I mean? 100%. yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and I just recently just like really had to like rewrap my head around, you know what, dude, like this is actually what I'm doing right now. If I was to tell number day, number one, Rob, like, this is what you would get. Yeah, I'd be like, oh, then it's worth it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you, you know what I mean? And it's like, okay, so like, be grateful for what you have. And so I'm, I'm, I am turning over a new positive leaf because honestly, like, that's my personality, and I don't know why, but I think it's just that, like, I don't know, it's like that pressure that you get from from social media that starts like making you, at least in my case, it was making me feel like a person that I didn't want to be. You know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I mean, I think as creators, I, we all feel that pressure constantly. It's like hard to get away from it. I was talking with Eric Porter today on the phone, actually, and I was like, he was talking about the stress of like, of course, family life and editing and sh and riding and 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 the kids, kids ride, so it's like all that stuff boils in together, and it's like feeling that stress to release. That sounds mm -hmm. inappropriate, but like release a video. It's a bar, and, uh, dude. You can say whatever you want. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And uh, and it's like, man, like, the only piece of advice that I can give that like I think we all have come to understand, and he knows this too, is like 
you just can't like put your arbitrary deadlines on yourself. Like we're all in this on, on our own and we're all doing it on our own accord. And we're all, nobody's pushing us to make videos. Nobody's doing it. Like, so it's like, yeah, I know we beat ourselves up. I do it too. You do it. Uh, I know everybody does it. And it's like, man, sometimes we got to step back and like realize like, you know, we can put it out when we want to put it out. Like we can yeah. make what we want to make when we want to make it. There's no rules. Like it's, yeah. And it's, it's stressful. Yeah, I think I'm going to blame uh, BKXE for that. Mm -hmm. He's the one that told everybody two videos a day, three Son times a, a week, or whatever yeah. the hell it was. <laughs> <laughs> he he, he fooled the whole world into thinking 5,000 subscribers, you could get, like quit your job. Oh, my God. So, I still remember. Was it 5,000? I remember that video, too. Just sitting yeah. in his car talking about he'll, he'll never have he'll never do a deal with Joey Trek. I remember yeah. I remember it like vividly. I think we yeah. isn't that funny. Like that was like a pivotal point for a lot of us, I think, like watching it like whoa it's real like that's yeah, crazy yeah. yeah yeah it is it definitely is and um like he's an inspiring guy you know so yeah like I, I think that 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 whole story though watching it happen that was really it was a fun ride to be on you know what yeah. I mean? so but like i think that there's probably people that are subscribed to you that feel the same way like where was what do you think your like car ride moment was that's hard to say. Like, I always wonder that because with short form content, the way that I do, like, I know I can cheer people up. I've heard it from people. And that's like, really, it's not something I thought about, like prior to starting all this, that like somebody would like, it would like get them out of something hard, just watching some funny stuff. Like I didn't, I never really took it that seriously. And I never you've thought about it, but like, I've seen that happen. I don't know that I inspire people to ride like some of you guys do. Like your ride videos to me, like tell great stories. And whenever I see them, I text you immediately. I'm like, Hey, where's that trail again? Like <laughs> I, I've had that happen plenty of times, you know, like in Brian's yeah. videos got me out. And when I watch his still to this day, like I watch him and it makes me want to go ride my bike. Like, I don't think my stuff inspires people to go ride so much as it does. Like, I don't know. It just, it's maybe cheers them up, but like, yeah, yeah it definitely it's, inspires it's, them to hit the subscribe button. Yeah. Apparently <laughs> <laughs> suckers. <laughs> yeah. I would say your car ride moment to me, if I was looking at your channel or like your journey where you're at would be yeah. that like, Oh yeah. That you did. Yeah. It was like the, the little like play the guitar on your, with your bicycle kind of thing. If for those of you that haven't seen it, he did a, a short that, I think that was the first one that you had that went viral. Yeah. And you were yeah. like, it really like made you realize, wow, there's something different here. It blew my mind, man. Like just watching it take place in real time. And, and what I did is like, like at first when it started happening, I still had alerts going on my phone and like, I couldn't, like, it was just, just full. I was like, okay, okay. What's going on here. So at first it's like being struck with like, this is, this is something new. Um, but then as I took a step back and started watching it happen, I think it was like it's Sedona that it really started taking off. It was like the first Sedona. It was like in November. And I was watching this thing go nuts. And then I started seeing different languages and I started looking at how the story reposts across the globe. And then again, as I it took a st step back to see what was happening, it really helped me understand social media more. And it also gave me that spark of inspiration that the, the long form stuff wasn't giving me where I'd put out, you know, I'd go to Sedona and film a whole thing, and then I'd spend 30 hours making this really. And again, it's always my fault. I didn't make good thumbnails, I didn't make good titles. Like, there's all those things that boil into that stuff. I always blame myself. But like, then it was like, wow, I felt like this jolt of energy. Like, this is cool. Yeah. And it wanted more of it. So it was like, that's what drove me to start pushing the short form stuff. And 
you got the reward for what you felt that was like appropriate or more than than the work that was put in yeah when you go look at some of this stuff like like the i did shot this one in my garage once which was like me arguing over if i'm going to keep the tires in my garage or not that are i've got like we all have 40 used tires in our garage that we're never going to use but we hang on to them for some reason i shot that i shot that video and like that thing's still going strong. It's still got like it's a, almost 16 million. When you look at the amount of likes, it's like hundreds of thousands of likes. You're like, that stuff's that's the, the numbers are crazy on that stuff. Yeah. How is that for you to wrap your head around like that you're speaking to that many people? It's weird. And I like I was talking to Jess actually recently. It's like almost like, and this sounds arrogant, but it's we're almost desensitized now. Like I almost want, like, I'm I'm trying to find the next. The next creative challenge and now i'm like trying to get that evolution phase again right where it's like what's the next step because like if we're getting millions and we're not like appreciating it like i do i do i do but like what's the next jolt because now that i've had it a bunch of times it's right it's like that that first yeah. like you got struck by lightning you know yeah yeah exactly. <laughs> now, that first jolt like what's the what's the next thing that like brings it to me and so I don't yeah, know. Yeah, where are you going to get that? What is it? The serotonin shot from, you know? I really have been craving making long form stuff again, man. I got it in my bones, but it's just time. And we know, like, with family, with work, with everything, it's so hard to, like, go and spend a whole day filming on Saturday. Like, I, it's just, it's been so hard to find the time. So we'll see. I really want a project, like, outside of the Biker Channel project. I've talked yeah. to you about this before, but, like, I feel like it would be fun to make, like, a, like a sitcom kind of, like, show similar to like like we had talked about like your 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 trailside troopers thing yeah like yeah, taking yeah. some of that and just making it a channel and then getting a group of people together and and like putting an honest effort into it to see if that could like take off you know like there's there is so many people watching youtube for like their i need to stop saying like for their uh for their their tv content you, yeah, you know yeah. what i mean and i i think there's a big market to be tapped into there it's just there's definitely i feel like there's definitely some time to ramp up to it you know i don't but think I feel anybody's, like I don't think anybody's could, capitalized on like the mountain bark audience in that way like you know yeah. i i and i feel like you could start out like let's just say it was trail side troopers that, that yeah. we, we ran with right like I feel like you could start out with short form form content with that, and they just start out being like the skits, to be you know sixty seconds or whatever. So you do that for a year or so, mm-hmm. and now everybody knows the characters, you know. Yeah. And then after that, then you start laying in these longer ones, and I, I don't know. I just feel like it's a it's a it's a it's an opportunity. So. It's funny. That's something uh, also Joe from Trail Future said originally. When we re- originally released that video. He was like, that's actually good for short form. And at the time, none of us were making short form either. Like, what does that mean, Joe, you loser? And now yeah, he's right. too busy fixing up his house to even make videos. So who, who knows? Right. But yeah. dude, 3D printing and fixing his house. What's he thinking? <sighs> I know. <laughs> I know. I think about all the things, like all the ideas I have that I would do if we were really like, if we had more time, like full time or whatever. Like, if I wake up in the morning, I'm like, dude, I, I'm ready to edit. And then, like, by the time I get home, I'm like, I don't want to edit anymore. You know, like, yeah. I've been at work all day, take the kids home, get their homework done, get them to bed by nine o'clock or something. And it's like, I can edit out a video. And then I'm like, oh, it's 10 something. I'm like, that's enough. You know, it's like, damn it. Imagine if I could wake up with a cup of coffee and start going. Yeah. I think that I, I personally have to be in the right, like, creative mood yeah to edit 
I've sat down so many times to try to make myself edit where I have X, Y, or Z deadline that I feel like I want to meet. And really all it does is completely unmotivate me. Whereas if I just went for a ride or did something else instead, um, I I just need, I don't know, at least me personally, I cannot just force myself. I'll I'll sit there and be like, oh, I need music for this and open Mm -hmm. up the internet and an hour later goes by and I'm like, yep. yep, no editing. <laughs> Dude, it's funny you say that. Cause like one of the benefits of the paid videos and like paid partnerships that I've done is that they've all let me run free with what I want to do. And like, that makes it better. Like, it's not like I have to review this part. It's me. Like chamois butter is a great example. The chamois butter popcorn thing. That wasn't a paid video, but the second one was where I eat the chamois butter toast. Like that was my concept and execution. So it was still very much my Cal- Calorado video featuring their product. And it like, it's still a creative journey. Like it's still something that I got to process, you know, I got to come up with it. I got to make, and I still have to try to make it good so that people like it and enjoy it, even though it's technically an ad. So it's like, I've done a couple of those. I did uh, one for bird. Uh, they sent me a wheel set and that thing hit 2 million views within two weeks on YouTube. Like it was like, I turned it into, again, I turned it into a scenario that we've all dealt with. Like the guy who's like, you know, the wheel says like, dude, I got bad news. It's like, what? It's like, th- there's a scratch on my wheel. He's like, oh, well, that's easy. You just get a Sharpie and cover it up. He's like, I could have done that. But what I did instead is I bought a whole new wheel set. You know, like we yeah, all yeah. know that guy. And yeah. so like turning it into a real mountain bike, like piece of content that has their product in it. And so it's like, luckily, luckily, I don't have to deal with that. Like, it's like, oh, here's the new dropper post. Let me talk about it because I have to. It doesn't, it never, yeah. I'm lucky that it doesn't feel like that. And I, the, the nonsense stuff that I make up, like the companies that reach out are like, okay with that. <laughs> so like, yeah. I don't even know if I would do it if they weren't, you know, yeah. like I'd, if they tried to structure it in some way, I probably wouldn't be on board. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear you there. I mean, that, that's awesome. I mean, right now the comedy stuff is hot. Yeah. I, I've heard some people talk about YouTube over the years. I mean, even in the time that I've been doing it, you'll see trends come and go. Let's just say in long format, like, it was POV for a while and then it was like trail building and then I'm van building right now. Right. Yeah. (laughs) But, um, I've heard people say that the comedy stuff won't always be the hottest thing on like the shorts or the reels. Right. Yeah. hundred percent, which is always like the evolution trick. Like how do you evolve? How do you not get caught doing the same thing over until people get bored with it? Like, there's a couple ways to do it. One, I could start a second channel that's just general topic stuff, like versus niche audience stuff, like what I'm doing now. Like, so the mountain mm. bike stuff, it is a limited audience. Like, and you can see the genius of Seabass, normal mountain biker. And he, he, I always tell him this because he'll put up a video, say, for example, about like a Facebook marketplace situation where like the guy walks up to buy the bike. He's like, hey, I got the cash. And he's like, uh, is the bike still available? And he's like, yeah. And then he just walks away anyways and doesn't buy it. Yeah. I'm like, it has a bike in it, but it's not bike specific like anybody that's yeah. ever bought anything off of facebook can understand that so now what he's done is he's he's breached the gap like and that's yeah i've done that with some that's like that the guitar playing one it breached the gap it was like you take a general audience and you bring them in to your biking content now mm-hmm. does that hold them long term uh, that's the question of the day right like i've had yeah. videos go crazy viral on instagram 10 million plus or whatever but those people aren't there for my normal content they just saw this wonky outtake and they're like cool you know, so you yeah. see this massive influx, but of course they're probably just leaving after months, you know, just because um, like they're not there for the long-term stuff. So it's, it's hard to balance that, but yeah, it's, 
it's always that evolution of like, if you keep doing the same thing, people will get tired of it probably, right? Theoretically, I don't know. But I also think like really right now, it seems like everybody's kind of having the same problem of like viewership and everything like that. Like uh, it's just, maybe it's because weather was nice and things slow down in the summer or maybe in the winter when people are at home, the viewership will pick back up. I mean, like bike shops seen the downturn and stuff. Like maybe people aren't riding as much anymore. I don't know. Like, I don't know. What I'm yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what it is, but I've seen people yeah. in other industries on YouTube also complaining about it. So yeah. I, I question if it's um, maybe some more like more of a like a societal kind of thing or a, yeah. a shift in some other way. Uh, I, I'm not sure exactly what what that is. I mean, obviously, if I knew, I'd be freaking loaded right now. Right. Honestly, it could be <laughs> just it could be just as simple as like COVID brought everybody to the Internet and now they're kind of all slumping back out of it. Like, I mean, I don't know the answer either, yeah. but it's like all we can do yeah. is just do what we do, you know? Yeah. And, and I mean, it could totally be that, you know, everything in life is like cyclic anyway. So yeah, I'm yeah, sure yeah. it's going to have some like peaks and valleys. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it's interesting, though. It definitely is interesting. It's a benefit like of like yeah, go, go ahead. ahead. Sorry. No, go for it. I was just going to say, it's like, that's why we just got to get to the point like we do now. We just don't dwell on the numbers as much and just like make the stuff we want to make. And again, I've been lucky that people put up with my sense of humor more than anything. Like it's a, it's a testament to people putting up with me. But like, yeah, I, luckily that the numbers don't mean as much. When I do paid stuff, it's nice that like if it does well, it's like affirming, you know, and most of them have done well. So it's like, but yeah, anyway, it's like other than that, there's not much stress. Yeah, I mean, I think the thing that you I've heard you say before too is that it's it's easier with you for the shorts just to kind of move on to the next thing. Yeah, it helped me eliminate that. Like that idea of like when we're when I'm just doing full long form stuff, everything I have is going into that video until it's done. And then I'm getting a, the everything edited, thumbnail title, getting all the descriptions right, boom, putting it out like, all right, here we go. And then if there's so much riding on that, whereas like I've got a bunch of short form stuff that I can make. And I do spend a lot of time on them. We all know this. I spend five hours on a 30-second video sometimes. Sometimes I make a short one, and it's quick. Like, But mm -hmm. I could put that out, get to the next one, make that one, have it ready for the next. Like, it's just, it helped me get over that, and that was really nice. Like, I just care less about how it does. It's always fun to see it and interact with everybody, but it helps me. It helps me a lot you, mentally. Do you think it's that, or do you think some of it has to do with actually the success of your other ones? So you're, like, okay to fail sometimes. That could be for, true. Like lack of a better word, you know, like that could be true. Like I've proven it, right? Like that's yeah. maybe that's it. like we've all, we've done it. We've, we've shown that we can produce, we've shown that we can make great stuff. It's like, what do you want from me? You know what I mean? Right. Like, I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's it. Maybe I don't know. Yeah. I was thinking earlier before we were talking, um, do you feel like you could, you could, you're stuck with the mustache? I was thinking about that. Actually, I was going to make a post today on Instagram because I, I I was scrolling through my phone. Like I had to create some space on my phone for the latest iOS 17 update. And yeah. uh, I came across a picture of the beard. I was going to put it up on my story like the winter's coming. Should I bring the beard back and take a vote? And if so, maybe this winter it comes back. It's so like it just stands out so damn far and people always talk about it. It's like hard to like get rid of it. It's like but at some point it's going to come back. My son's like, you got to bring the beard back, dad. I was like, all right. Yeah. But we'll see. It's, it's kind of like, on merch. Like and Phil stuff had the, the Fu Manchu thing going for a long time, you know? Yeah. And then it's like becomes part of your brand. So I'm like, you know, is there a point where like you're like, man, I wish I didn't have to have this mustache anymore? But oh, it is who I am. I know? know. It's <laughs> like, I don't, yeah, I just don't even think, like, I barely get haircuts as it is. Like, I'm like, gotta get a haircut. It's so long. I'm just like, 
I, you know, we're, I don't like barely even look in the mirror when I get ready in the morning. It's like barely, it's just this and like, let's go. You know, it's like, I don't know. We'll see. I mean, for now, it's too iconic. It's it's got an, it's on my gloves. The mustache is on my gloves, yeah. so I got to hang on to it for at least a while longer. But I mean, it's on your coffee mug you're drinking out of. So, I mean, oh yeah. So I don't know if you heard the story behind this one, but I stayed with uh, Brendan outside Brendan when I was in SoCal. I went to go. I went to go visit the Worldwide Cyclery guys, and uh, and like I was hanging out. I was I text Brendan. I was like, Hey, I'm gonna be down there. Like, do you want to get together? Uh, and he was like, I'm in. I'm right where they are. I was like, Well, shit. He's like, Come stay with me. I was like, Okay, cool. So anyways, gracious host, super nice. His wife's amazing. And uh, they they brought this out to me with the coffee. I was like, this is amazing. And so when I left, he's like, I bequeath this mug unto you, Joe. Let me get it in focus. There it is. Yeah. Oh, and it go. is the great mustache. In fact, we did a live stream from his garage. And during the live stream, he made a 3D printed mustache guard. And that was one of the videos we made. And uh, yeah. we had the audience pick which mustache off of this mug that he would 3D print. It was pretty fun. There you go. Right on, man classic behind you, the scenes right right i was watching a, a video the other day about a content creator who started making like reels and shorts and then she realized that the behind the scenes of her making the reels and the shorts was actually better content than the content itself that's the true yeah 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 it's kind of crazy <laughs> yeah it's 100 true honestly like some of the biggest videos I, the two biggest videos i have on instagram our outtakes they were yeah. uh they like i made the other videos very elaborate like really good and then it's just a shot with my phone of me like eating a chicken wing or whatever like with the camera and the and the the blower you know like a uh yeah. a garden blower aimed at me for the wind effect in the video and like it's just a static shot of that with some music behind it and that one went to like 12 million views or something right like and then <laughs> And th then I spent like a ton of time making the, and the actual video did well. It's the one where I like go to send a jump and it's like, I'm in the air for like 20 minutes eating chicken like, just like, oh, but anyways, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's true. And really like a longstanding, like dream of mine is to like do like a Patreon style thing where it's just, I just break down the videos and like show the behind the scenes and tell the stories. Cause all time like, all, people will run into me and you know, like when you're filming, like people don't know what to make of this sometimes. Like I'm like, I'm filming an every man Jack video. My hair is just suds up this high with soap because I need to film it. And some and somebody walks up like, "Hey!" I'm like, "Hey!" And in the background, yeah. you know how a uh, uh, beak spite out of Granite Bay, like people go and take a wedding photography and they do yeah, like yeah. Uh, they do uh, high school photos and all this stuff. And so I have to get this video done. I, I have a deadline on it, and the sun is going down. I'm running out of daylight, so I'm screaming at the top of my lungs, filming by myself. And there's just a couple like taking. Uh, engagement photos like two feet from me like i'm just we just got to do it we got to get the job done so it'd be yeah. funny as hell to see that stuff just have a camera pan around and show what's really happening behind us maybe that's the long form that you do i know just tell the stories yeah i don't know you're right my channel will probably be more successful that way yeah so i mean good. like yeah who knows you know what i mean try it i mean you're all you already had the footage right yeah so. that is true I mean, that's the one thing that's fun about our channels is that you can always test and it's really easy to find out if people liked it. <laughs> God, how many of us are overthinkers though? Like, like, yeah. and it, I've always been like this and like, that's yeah. why it took me so long to do anything creative again. Cause I'm like, I gotta have the perfect camera. I gotta have the perfect mind and you don't need any of that stuff. Like it just like, yeah. every time I think about making a video, I'm like, okay, here's all the shots that I need. Here's I'm like, God, dude, I'm already like. Of taking a simple concept and pushing it too hard and then like you don't make it which is worse than just making it bad <laughs> you know like yeah. or something 
Yeah. It's just been, yeah. a, it's just an ongoing problem. I think it also comes with the more experience that you have, the, the yeah. worse that gets, at least for yeah. me. You know, when I first started, it was really easy to come home, take my GoPro video footage and turn that into a video in a mm -hmm. couple hours or whatever it would take. Right. And now it's like this video I'm working on right now, I've probably gone out and filmed another solid day of me doing things for B roll at least three or four times. <laughs> <laughs> Where I'm this like, is, uh, this is the behind the scenes shots. stuff. Yeah. You know, I need some more drone shots. Uh, like yesterday, I was at Rockville from, I was at Rockville for like four hours. Yeah. You know, and it was like, what did I, I did not, I mean, maybe I got three miles and, and 1500 <laughs> feet in, but, but it wasn't like, it wasn't like that was the goal. It was just because it was like, oh man, I got to get over there and get this shot. Oh, the sun's setting. Oh, I need to get over there. Oh my God, my drone battery's running out. I got to get over back to the, you know, it's like, oh. Yeah, this is yeah. this is a great idea for a short right here where it's like the beginning of it. You load up your bike and then, if you know, the subtitles like when you're a, when you're a content creator, load, get it out, get all your shots and then load the bike right back and drive right back home. Like, just don't even yeah. ride the bike. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah. that's our life, dude. Like, it's like yeah. so true. It's yeah, we've sacrificed things to make content. That's what we do. So what's your creative process? I mean, like right there, you're like, oh, this is a great idea. Is your brain just ticking like that all the time? That's kind of the benefit of short form, too. You kind of think in terms of short form. Like I think of like, uh, you know, just all the random notes or whatever. Don't anybody steal any of these ideas. But like you'll just have random ideas pop in your head. You're like, let me make a note of that. We could evolve it later. But like the benefit is like all I have to do is like get one concept across. Like the 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 long form stuff, you have to just take it and like really build lots of jokes. Like this is a really, most of them are just me telling one joke at once. So it's like, you know, what's this situation, whatever. And so I'll make a note of it. And then I can either, if it's elaborate, I can script it out later. And I'm still mm -hmm. like rudimentary, rudimentarily. Is that a word? Uh, that sounds like, good to me. Yeah. I'm still like scripting stuff out, like in the notes app. So I have part one and part two, and then I'll go and script that. And then mm -hmm. I can have the camera like this close to the camera and I can deliver those lines in the appropriate way. So depending on if it's scripted, you know, Bobo's got to deal with this stuff too, where you're just like, I'll deliver one line four or five different times till I get it the right way, move on to the next line, and then tr eventually edit that, edit that all into something. Um, mm -hmm. But the idea is just like, you know, sometimes I just need to go on a ride and come up with something. And we all know it's just the same stuff we all deal with on a regular basis. So again, even that's going to like have a shelf life. There's only so long you can do the, uh this you've had, have you had this happen to you thing so it's like you know again what's what's the evolution there's still plenty of stuff to make fun of uh but yeah it's uh that that's the start of it basically but i'm still filming on like a really expensive camera which i don't need to do everybody's quite successful just using their phones like with short form yeah. content it's it's easy enough to do i just paul made me overthink it again he's like you know you should use a really nice camera i was like yeah well, paul now i gotta put it in the in the uh, machine and i gotta edit it and i gotta export it and he's like yeah, but it'll look better. I'm like, God damn it, Paul. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But those shots do look good. It's There's your fault. If I buy a full frame, it's your fault. Dude, it's because so every good. like I even just bought a brand new APSC and I was like, man, I should have got the full frame. But I'm like, <sighs> no, I don't need it. It looks good enough for what I do. Uh the A7S3 is the best camera I've ever had. That's what I'm using right here. It's so good. Yeah. Yeah. One of these days, I'm gonna hook my camera up to uh to my um my podcasting situation here i need to i need to i need to build out like an actual spot 
probably in my house in the air conditioning. That'd be a great idea. That's the benefit <laughs> of having the studio. You've seen the studio out here where I've got the HVAC set up. It's totally separate from the house. So it's for the most part, it's pretty quiet. And uh, I can come out here. I don't let the family come out here, which is why it's still clean. Uh, and mm -hmm. so I, the kids come here. I'm like, what can I help you with? I kick them out immediately. Yeah. Like, get yeah. out of here. You bother me. Do I know you? <laughs> this is my private space. Yeah. Get off my lawn. Lock the door. They're like looking at me through the window. They're bleeding profusely. I'm like, I don't care what happened. I'm working. Yeah, send me an email. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. My wife's yeah, like, she was like, the studio shit's rad. And she's like, we should build another one for me. I'm like, yeah, that's a lot of money, you know? <laughs> <laughs> nice. That, there you go. There's another rule or another uh, reel. Yeah, there exactly. Exactly. That looks really nice, honey. Can I have one? No, that's, that's, that's no. It's like a bike so, but, with, with a bike instead of a shed. Genius. Right. Yeah. There you go. There you yep. go. Yeah. You're um, so does your wife get to use her robe on, on the regular? Or you have no, to, it's like, mine. Did you buy that one? That one's yours now. No, it's mine now. <laughs> and the funny story is like apparently that robe that I use in the videos is like uh is like her grandma's who's passed years ago, like hers. <laughs> yeah. And I'm just like just she hasn't told me not to use it, and in fact, it lives on my side of the closet now. But yeah, it's uh <laughs> now this all stems by the way from the fact that like I was like, Hey, I need a female, like I need a wife character for this role that I'm shooting. Like, can you do you want to do it? And she's like, No, I don't want to be on camera. I was like, Okay, well, I need I just gotta do it then. Like it was yeah. like it wasn't like I know I've got a couple random comments where it's like, Oh, women, you why are you portraying women like this? I'm like I, it's obviously an over exaggeration it's like a yeah. silly portrayal and it's all yeah, fun yeah. and game. it's all lighthearted, you know yeah yeah um where it's like you know there was one i did for mother's day or something where like it was me in the garage getting all my gear ready and she's like what are you doing it's like it, 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 just going after a ride babe and he's like it's mother's day and she's like so i should be back sooner than normal and she just throws yeah. something at him like right right, right. and of course somebody <laughs> in the comments is like you know women ride too i'm like yeah, i know i'm just saying like my wife wouldn't be happy if it was mother's day and i went riding all day like she'd be pissed yeah. like and, yeah. I, and justifiably so it's I just I, I usually just i go hey whatever you want to do if you want me to take the kids out to the lake for all day while you relax i'll do that whatever you want to do that's your day i'm happy for it so yeah, yeah. Anyways. You just didn't know that involved running into me. You were like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> yep, yep. Yeah, it always cracks me up that we live so close, but we, like, don't see each other. <laughs> God, you know what it is? Like, it's my, it's so, it's because I'm so unorganized. Like, oftentimes, I don't even know if I can go on a ride. Like, and then my wife would be like, oh, me and the kids, uh, we're going to go do this thing. I'm like, oh, I can go now. Boom. And so it's like, and then I get in the truck. I don't even know where I'm going to go. Like, it's like. And I barely ride. And then, like, pe people like, it's just, I'm lucky if I can get a ride, one ride a week these days, like with work and yeah. family and everything else. It's so hard. So, it's like, that's why it's because I'm so unorganized. Like, oftentimes I don't yeah. find out last minute till I can go ride. I am, I am very not good at planning at all yeah. either. So, it like, it's, I don't know what the reason is. People ask me all the time. They're always like, oh, you guys are close to each other. You guys hang out. And I'm like, who's that guy? <laughs> I, I think i follow him on instagram yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's so yeah. funny like i always mean to do more barbecues and i'm like that's few like i'm like what the hell am i doing oh it's like all my time is spent again like you get the kids here you get them to school and you get them like done it's nine something at night and then like, that's every day so that's five days a week basically 
And then like yeah. Saturday is like, oh, I got to get this thing filmed. And so like I barely ride because you got to film one or two things that you have planned or whatever else. And then it's like mm-hmm. Sunday is like, well, I went riding Saturday, so I need to use Sunday for a family day. And it's like that's the that's it. And that's yeah. the routine. You know, it's like, oh, my God. And I'm lucky. Like sometimes I'll get on a Wednesday and like go for an hour and a half ride. And now it's going to be night ride season. So it's going to be like night riding. So that's that's yeah. it. Like it's like, holy crap. And. On a side note, like I have a sneaking suspicion that good old fashioned like writing depression is about to set in because now we're going to get off work. It's going to be dark already. And it, like, you know what I mean? And then like you can't film anything in the dark. So like there goes any chance of shooting anything through during the weekdays. It's like, oh, yeah. God, I just I remember last year it hit me more than I had before because it's like I had ideas to shoot. and I'm like, I can't I don't have any time to shoot these things. Yeah, just need more daylight. Yeah. And so we're about to come into that. So I'm really looking forward to that. Yeah, that sounds like a lot of fun. <laughs> Shoot, I had something out that sparked my interest, and now I'm like, poop, there it went. I got too, I got too involved into listening to your com- to to your uh, conversation. That's what I do. As a right. side note, you're lucky I'm here tonight because I don't know you. I know you play video games occasionally too, or you used to. Uh, yeah. I've I've got this really nice like OLED gaming monitor that I installed, ultra wide, very expensive. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. and uh, I got a 4090 graphics card. That's also overly expensive. And Cyberpunk <laughs> 2077 just put out a brand new update today that's supposed to change the game. So I'm really like excited to play that tonight. And I, I can't wait. Like, so we're here, but that's what I'm going to be doing afterwards. Not editing, everybody. Sorry. There you go, right? I remember what it was. So <laughs> yeah. um, you you found your your like your niche of what you're you're doing really good at with the reels mm-hmm. and the shorts. But you're still doing some like interviews and some things here and there. What's the reason that you're doing those? Is it just, you know, a creative outlet? You enjoy it? Dude, you know what's been you interesting? <laughs> yeah, you know, like I, I usually just say yes to everything. Like if time can works, obviously you hit me up like, hey, you want to jump? Yeah, of course. Like, let's go. Uh, like this is easy because I can make it work for my house and stuff, too. But like all these weird opportunities fall into my plate sometimes now because like one, we put ourselves out there like and so. Uh, I think we talk about, I jokingly say like, I'm stupid for shooting with this really expensive camera for all the stuff that I do, but that professionalism actually shines through to people and it, it gets mm-hmm. attention. So there's a reason yeah. why a couple production companies have reached out to me. I just, uh, drove down to LA and, uh, shot a Subaru spot for a, a production company out there. So that's coming out, uh, soon. Hopefully they're at, it, it's funny because being the talent, you know, there's 10 people on set. You got a videographer, you got a director, you've got all these people, you got a sound guy, and we're just shooting a TikTok, basically. And so mm-hmm. it's like 10 people to do what I do. And that's just on set to do the, the yeah. one thing that I do by myself. Um, it's kind of mind-blowing to see that behind the scenes. They're obviously, they've got better cameras. They're, they've got everything scripted and storyboarded and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But we went down and shot that. And that opportunity, I asked them, like, how'd you guys find out about me? And they're like, oh, we just we just scout on TikTok and find... like so." something about it stood out and they wanted a mountain biker and they found me there. Um, yeah. And so there, there has been, yeah, there's been a couple things that just, again, people have mentioned to me that like the quality stood out. And so that's why they wanted to get involved with me. So it shows that I'm capable of pretty. And so even being on set there, I was like, Hey, what about like, if you just use, get this angle right here and I'll do this. And they're like, okay, let's do that. Like, so yeah, yeah. I'm, we're used to it. Like we we were around cameras. We know how it works. So, those weird opportunities have been falling into my belt. And I treat those, of course, as learning experiences. Like to me, I'm on set. I feel like I'm scamming. I'm taking their money <laughs> like because like yeah. it's such a cool experience for me to like meet all those people and, and just talk to them on set and see the process. Mm-hmm. Um, these production companies, uh, 
they they do some crazy stuff. Like I landed an acting gig too, which from a fan of the channel. She works for a production production company down in San Francisco. And I went and got this acting gig that I was supposed to be an extra on. And they ended up giving me lines. It was the scariest thing I've ever done for years, man. But like I thrive <laughs> on I thrive on that, man. Like it was so terrifying because like now it's not just me in front of the camera by myself or me and you like we know each other. Yeah. We can just jive. We could just make something funny and we'll be fine. Right. But when you have a director, you sat like you've got a whole like bar sectioned off to where I've got to walk in and there's like 20 people depending on you not screwing up the line because they're next to deliver their lines. Like you're like, dude, yeah. this is so different. And that yeah. was like one of the scariest things I've done in a long time, but also one of the most like formative ones. You know, so it's like yeah. we always like talk about the idea of like, um, you know, if you're if you're not like uncomfortable, you're not learning anything. Right. So, mm-hmm. yeah, th- those things have been falling to my plate occasionally scattered throughout now. It's been kind of cool. So is the goal to to do this full time or is the goal to just see where it happens? I just don't know how to make that happen. Like I've I've it's just. It's so much harder than being a solo guy living in your van. I would have done it already, but like, there's yeah. so much more riding on the stuff that I have, and I mean, yeah, I'm no, very... I know the feeling. I totally know the feeling, and and I mean, you have a good job, so there's a bar, a pretty high bar set there. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like you already have an an income level that you're used to and you're accustomed to, and to get to a point of of like turning that down, you have to at least get close to that i would assume you know what i mean so it's like okay well the better job that you have in you know outside of youtube the harder it is to get to that number you know (laughs) i know i know like i will say that i have started cutting expenses like i'm starting to pull back on stuff to to just keep like get everything as low as possible to make it a possibility but it's still a very difficult prospect but i think of like I think of that when I'm like negotiating with people and stuff. Now I'm like, I don't like asking people for money, but like I treat it as like, I'm clawing my way out of a ditch, you know, where I'm like, I'm stuck in the well and I'm trying to claw my way out. And this is the only way it's going to work. So it's like, that has been a, like kind of a good motivating factor. And like, this is how much it's going to be. And they're like, that's a lot. I'm like, that's how much it's going to be. And like, that's what it is. So that's been helpful. There's a possibility. I, I just, I got to sit down and re- I'm, I'm not a numbers guy. And actually like the problem is I also don't care about money very much, which is stupid to say. Like Brian is really good with money. He's like, he knows about investing. He knows about this. He knows about yeah. that. Like I've never been smart like that. I'm good creatively, but like, I just got to like get to, maybe to a certain, if I yeah. can so, like say a certain number then I'd be like, fuck it, let's go. You know, yeah. I know that if yeah. I have more time, I'd be making more long form, making more money on the long form. Then I'd be dealing with advertisers on long form videos. In addition to the advertisers on the short form videos, and now we're talking diversification. So yeah, yeah, I have a sneaking suspicion that part of me just needs the struggle to make me go to shine a little brighter, you know, like, yeah, I mean, that's always a good motivator, you know, yeah. like um, being hungry, you know, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Like, yeah, the fear of being hungry will will turn you into like a machine. Yeah, you know what I mean? So uh, it's true, because right I, I now th- I think about that, too. I mean, there's there's definitely ways that I could reorganize my life and make it happen yeah and then that would actually make me like like it it would instill that like i have to now you know but then there's another part of me is like do i want that yeah i'm not sure you you know what i mean some days i'm like yeah and other days i'm like i don't know man like that there's there's a whole other subset of pressure that comes with doing that full time yeah and that being like your way
way of paying for insurance for your children. You know, mm -hmm. like, you, you know what I mean? There's no YouTube insurance plan, plan yeah. you know? Like, yeah. So it's like things like that where you're like, okay, well, I don't know, man. You know, and I, I think, I mean, I turned my question to you into my own answer too, but yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Well, we're both kind of in the same boat, you know, it's like, yeah, I, I, I think for me, I'm just going to keep doing whatever I'm doing. And I feel like that will happen if it's supposed to. Yeah. And um, I'm just going to take things as they come and not really, cause I'm like, I'm similar to you when I don't, dude, I don't even know how much my paycheck is. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like, like, like people are like, if I went to go buy a car and they were like, how much do you make a year? I'd be like, uh, let me look that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> I don't even, yeah. <laughs> I can get back to you on this. Right. Yep. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah. But, on that right. point, on that point now too, like I can kick my feet up and go like, ah, you know, it's okay if I don't land, land that deal. Cause like I, yeah. I'm still making my like, but like, again, I partially think that holds me back. Like not yeah. having that need, like, so I'm trying to get that mentality a little bit and it's helping. Like I'm actually like working. I'm, did I sign that? I did. I signed a deal. Like I'm working on a video for REI. And so, Oh wow. That's fucking right cool. On, uh, that's crazy. And then like, again, doing the Subaru thing pretty recently and, uh, and all that stuff. So it's like, there's, it's just all these weird things happening. And the more it happens, the more of a possibility it is. So it's like, yeah, it's just, it's risky. But like, man, boy, how cool would that be just to wake up and just have my cup of coffee and go like, all right, where am I riding today? You know, like yeah. Brian knows what it's like. Son of a bitch. Yeah. yeah, right. I'll be riding with him in Spain in a couple of weeks, actually. We're going to go out to, to Spain and ride. That's exciting. I think single track samplers coming with us. Oh, wow, man. I would love to go on that trip, but I am. Um, Drop I everything. I think there's it. still a spot or two available. Oh, now you talked me into it. Well, I would, <laughs> except for today. Instead of going on that trip, I bought tires for my truck. That was yes. Wow. Yeah. wow. 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 Yeah. Yeah. I, I was thinking this, I was like, this is almost a real like mm -hmm. new bike day. And your truck's like, mm -mm. <laughs> <laughs> new Dude, shoe like, day. what if it's, what if it's framed like this, where like, you're like cruising the internet, like the shot is of you and then of the website, like, yeah. Adding to cart, adding to cart, like parts, parts. Yes. And then like, you just like hear this weird sound and you turn around and behind you is like your bald tires, like just sitting yeah. there staring at you with it could be googly eyes for effect if you wanted to. It's like, fuck. And that's it. <laughs> like, that's the whole video. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There you go, man. Yeah. That's the thing. So um, have you been to Spain before? No, first time. So this is going to be really cool. One of the, like when I saw Brian, like talk about it, I don't know that he made it like a, like sometimes he'll do, he'll do like a Patreon ride. I don't think he promoted this ride. Uh, but I, I think Sarah, his wife told me about it and she's like, I text Brian. I was like, Hey, Sarah mentioned this to me. Like, I want to make sure that you're actually cool with me going before I like talk to him about coming. And he's like, mm -hmm. yeah, of course. And so I was like, Oh, okay, cool. Cause like, I just didn't, you know, sometimes you just want to hang out with your wife or something. I wasn't sure how yeah, it was yeah. gonna play out, but it got a couple friends, I guess, from like Sarah's friends. And then I didn't know Alex was going anyways. Uh, I was like, dude, I, cause he's done videos in Spain before. And he said, it's one of the greatest places you've ever ridden. Like I remember those yeah. videos and he was like, this is some of the best. And I was like, if I can get on board with this, this is going to be amazing. So yeah, I reached yeah. out to a uh, Basque MTB and they're like, yeah, we got spots. Come on out. So they're going to set me up with the Orbea. Uh, that way I don't have to travel with my bike. And, uh, man, we're, I'm leaving soon, man. In like uh, two weeks, two weeks. And then 
Uh, it's going to be amazing. So I'm going to go to San Sebastian and then we're going to go ride the high Pyrenees stuff. And then we're going to come back. I'm going to take a train to Barcelona and then meet up with the family. So this is like, this is, this is now like helping like balance the scales where like I ditched them for weekends and stuff. But now I'm like, Hey, let me, let's get you to Spain. Like, so we're going to have a good week of family trip, no riding, just hanging out with my dad and uh, the wife and kids and everything. So we're, we're just going to double down and make it like my mountain biking thing, but also a family thing. And I think that's how this is going to work in the long term, right? It has to. Um, And we're working doing over the years with just any travel that I do Mm -hmm. is like, Oh, bring my bike, go for a ride. But I'm also doing this other thing, you know, like, yeah. Yeah. You've got to, you've got to mix it. And so like, now I'm working on behind the scenes right now with the Oaxaca expeditions talking about doing a trip to Oaxaca in March, early March. And so we're trying yeah. to lock that stuff down. And he was like, Oh yeah, we'll do discounted rates. So like, that's probably something I'm actually the first trip I might actually promote. Cause Brian's going to roll too. Or like if you want to come, we'll get discounted rates. And like, it's going to be a fun ass yeah. trip. I'm trying to get Seabass maybe to come like, so who yeah. knows, but like, I'm not going to have any vacation time left at work, but do I care? I don't know. Like not really. Cause yeah. like to me, experiences have always trumped anything else. Like I, I've, I would rather have an experience than money in my pocket. Yeah. So like, it's, it's at that point now where there's, there's opportunities to do it. And I'm like, I kind of want to seize them. So this is like, and this has brought excitement back to me because like, dude, I, de- I, you probably get this too, like local trail riding depression. Like I just like, I use that word a lot tonight, depression, but it's like jokingly where it's like, dude, I don't want to go ride Granite Bay again. Like, there's yeah. something like there's just something unexciting about going on a ride when it's the same trail over and over. And I know you can like spruce it up by doing Strava challenges and stuff like that. But it's like, dude, I'm just like think about going. And I'm like, I still want to go ride. And I, I never regret going on that ride. But it doesn't like I'm not motivated to go. But when I go see something new for the first time, you know, like first time we went to Sedona or whatever, you're like, this is crazy. You know, like yeah, yeah. riding yeah. the Hawes trail system for the first time, like those things like really bring what what the the enjoyment for me of the sport is that like just just seeing new things and so like the regular routine riding here is still fun uh but man there's nothing like just seeing something new and like now that i'm getting out from underneath like all the crap and all the work and all the stuff like work's been busy and now i'm getting to like the the final stretch before spain i'm really getting excited like it's been it's been busy i've been overwhelmed i've been overwhelmed so it's like it's it's setting in now man. man like honestly yeah, I, I mean, I remember having a younger family, and and there's a lot, there's a lot of time there, you know. Yeah. And, um, I think for me, I'm fortunate, you know, that I had kids younger, and so at this point, I I get that new ride feel by like going to a bunch of new places in Tahoe. Yeah, you know so what I mean? cool. Yeah. Like, so like, I, but every one of those weekend those rides, that's like I'm gone from like six or seven a.m in the morning until seven or eight o'clock at night so yes you can't do that with a family it's hard you know what if, I mean? like if, if i do, do it i've got to just agree that like sunday i'm here all day for whatever you yeah. guys need you know it's like it, it yeah. can't be both days it's so hard to do that yeah and so um but i i agree with you i mean that there's definitely a different level of excitement and you know the first time I ever rode Forest Hill Divide Loop mm-hmm. in Auburn, um, that was like a my skill set wasn't where it is now, but that Same. was like yeah. this is real mountain biking. This yep. is like so exciting. Like I yep. couldn't wait to go do it again. And now that's like part of my little like 
I have in my mind, it's like my XE training loop that I do yeah, yeah, on totally. like Tuesdays, you know, and it's, yep. and yes, it is still sections of that trail where I'm like, Oh, that was fun. But even yep. the parts that are like air quotes, for those of you listening, that's fun. It's still like, I'm phoning it in when I'm doing it. It's yeah. not even like, it's, it, I'm more concerned about like, Hey, I wonder if I can beat my whole time all the way around here than I am like, Oh, this is fun downhill. You know, like it's just a like routine. It's, just, it's a routine yeah, ride. Yeah. And even like, even it's almost impossible to beat your time. Cause you've, you had that one day a year ago where yeah. you're just fucking out for it, you know? And like, yeah, yeah, yeah. there's no way we're going to beat those. So it's like, not yeah. even that. Yeah. It's like, yeah. Oh my God. It's just, the it was weather just, was perfect. The dirt was perfect. Yeah. yeah like everything. Yep. And it's yeah. funny. Cause like you still at the end of the ride, you're like, man, that was great to get out on a ride, but yeah, you're right. When you're on the ride, you're just kind of zoned out. Maybe that's why these guys roll around with Bluetooth speakers. They've been around the block so many times. They're just like, I need to play some Lincoln park. All right. That's right. it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> many of my PRs on Strava, like first, second and third are all the same time. I'm like, really? Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's, time it's for a new bike. That's what it sounds like to me that you'll, you'll improve right. your times drastically. Because there's so Dude. much innovation and change happening in the mountain biking world that getting a new bike will really. <laughs> so I can't even say so, it with a straight face. So so I'm gonna I'm gonna we're we're gonna have this conversation. Yeah yeah yeah. I have a new bike, and this is almost one of the worst parts of being a content creator. Is then when you're riding that bike, but you haven't finished the video that tells mm -hmm. everybody that you're riding that bike. Mm -hmm. I'm I haven't been posting shit on Instagram because I'm like. Normally, I'm taking pictures of my bike and stuff while I'm out, but I can't do anything with those pictures when I'm taking them out. Nope. Yeah. You better carry yeah. a roll of uh, of uh, Christmas packaging with what do you call like wrapping paper with you just to wrap up the bike for every picture, and just that's the yeah. only way you're gonna pull this off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it's like the downside of, of being a content creator. You're like, oh, I'm so excited about this, but I can't tell anybody. I know. I know. <laughs> Because I have to finish this 15 hours of editing and six more days of B-roll. <laughs> God, I always I always had a great idea of filming like a uh, like a parody bit of a bike reveal where it's like the idea is like you start off and the bike is delivered by a chopper. Like it's like comes down out of the sky like as a and then it's still covered up. And then you got to like you got to unveil like you got to take off the tarp and then underneath it's still wrapped up. And like there's 40 stages to getting the bike unveiled, you know, where it's like yeah. and then the final stage is like you wrap up a rope to the Tacoma and then it takes off down the street and, and rips the final tarp off the bike. And you're like, this is it. Like, but it takes like three minutes, you know, where it's like just, <laughs> just wrapping paper and like, just, and just like how quickly would I lose the audience? I don't know, but I would think it's funny. Yeah. Well, you know, that's all that matters. I was thinking, man, and once you get that Mr. Beast money, you'll have a helicopter. I, I yeah. think you can do it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. All the tens I mean, of dollars we're making on YouTube. REI, you're like there, dude. I know. Yeah, I could do it. We're going to make it happen. Yeah. Yeah. So do you, did you think when you made that video and you, you, you thought you were like, you're like, okay, I get this real thing and you start doing it. Did you think in the amount of time that has passed that you'd be where you are right now? No, I had a suspicion really the, the only goal. And this is why, like, I always kind of make these little evolutions, right? Like I, the only goal I had was to see if I could repeat it. You know, like that was it. Like, okay, so I got a viral thing. Can I do it again? Can I get over a million again? And mm -hmm. I, and that, then I started doing that routinely. So like, but it took an evolution of learning how to do it. And it, it took like an understanding of how social media works and all that spurred from that one thing, like helping me understand 
how people ingested it, how it was shared around, that sort of stuff. And so, like, I didn't know that. The, again, I, I always attribute it to like 83% luck and 12% mustache. But, yeah. like, you know, I had no clue. You know, as, as often we don't, I think that there is a lot of luck involved. Um, it's good. I know my content's good. I'll go back and, like, sometimes I'll, like, I'll be drinking and I'll go back and watch and I'll just, my wife will look at me and I'm just over there cracking up. She's like, what are you doing? I'm like, watching my old videos. <laughs> but like, I get sucked into my old ones too. Like yeah. I sent one to somebody earlier today and, uh, and then I started watching it and then my wife walked in and she's like, seriously, you're watching yourself. And I was like, it's not like that. Yeah. I'm reliving the day. She's like, yeah, but you're watching yourself. And I'm like, <sighs> mm, okay, maybe. Dude, yeah, I'll be honest with you. Like, I just, that's a part of the thing I miss about long form. Like, I go back and watch my like Sedona videos or my ride videos, and I'm like, man, it's yeah. so it's a journal. It's like a video journal, and yeah. I really like that as a way to look back at where you were at the time and stuff. And I think like, man, I uh, it did definitely like trigger a little nostalgia, but also like, man, I was like, man, I need to do more long form. I just I like that. Like, and it's it, it was something different. And like, yeah, you can go back yeah. and watch them and be proud of it. It's like so cool, and you just don't. You get that with short form. I could see like where I made something, but it's not the same thing, you know? And like, so it's, it's super cool. Yeah. I had no clue. I mean, like all, all I could do is make the stuff that I thought was funny and like, and do it in a way that I had a suspicion would do well. And that was the goal right out of the gate. Like it was just, can I repeat this? Mm-hmm. And so like that taught me a lot, just learning that process. You keep talking about like recognizing how to like how the internet works or how mm-hmm. the real work. What's your, what's your like, you know, elevator pitch of, of your masterclass? Like what, uh, what are those things that you've, that you've learned? Yeah. It's harder than it seems uh, because like you need to, obviously like we start editing long form. It's a matter of like cutting brutally down to the shortest of, of S and you need a, a concept for the video. Like just having a video of writing doesn't really do anything. If, unless you have a subtitle with a premise or something like there's got to be a premise to the video, a purpose to the video and something that's ingestible quickly. You know, the faster, the better. Like people want to scroll. Imagine how people ingest social media. They go like this. Mm. It's just so fast that if you don't catch them in the first mi- second or two seconds, then you're out. So imagine yeah. like if you will like a video that will do well is like, here's four ways a mountain biker does this, you know, and like, right you got him like okay which one am i you know or like the four yeah. ways a mountain biker does a thing like okay well which one am i going to be like those things can grab people think like informational entertainment sort of thing mm-hmm. those do well and you've got to present them fast enough and funny enough that it's like they don't have a chance to look away like that's so right if you look at the edits that i do they're so tight they're so they're so packed uh or or if it's just a simple concept too something that's like so fast but like that, that that like you know it's just they can't help but watch the whole thing like you know what i mean like where it's just something simple one simple concept um and so those little things like do really well when it comes to short form to to grab attention and stuff and like there's another genre that does really well and seabass has really capitalized on this and so have i we talked about the behind the scenes stuff that shot of me eating a chicken wing with a, a leaf blower and like a camera ang- angle that what that was was people looking at it and not knowing what was happening. So they had to yeah. watch it again. They had to watch it again. They're like, what the hell? Wait, wait, why, why is there a leaf blower? Wait, wait a minute. He's eating a chicken wing? Like, so that stuff is just weird. And people yeah. gravitate towards that. The, the, the general audience. And it's you like probably the weird see that. thumbnail, basically, except for it's a real. 
Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean. It's like yeah, like the nuclear bomb going off in somebody's like driveway or something, and you're like, why is there a nuclear bomb or a, an airplane landing in their driveway or some some weird shit? You yeah, know, that you're like, that doesn't work together. Why is that there? You and know? Yeah, normal mountain biker does a tremendous job of that found footage style stuff where it's like his brother's filming, but to the audience, they just think some random dude in the streets filming this guy doing something weird. So yeah. we we know him, we know Durs is filming. The general audience doesn't. The one that he did, and he's done many like this, but like the one that he did where he pulled up to a coffee shop, he got off the seat and there was no saddle. Yeah. It was just the dropper. It, yeah. To me, I know mountain bikes. So I was like, oh, what's, that's cool. Then you saw it take off and I was like, holy crap. It's because people don't know what a dropper post is. So people thought yeah. the seat was in his butt. And like, right. again, it looks like somebody ran him from the streets filming it. It's his brother. We know this. That thing hit, yeah. I'm sure just on his page alone was 30 million plus. And like he was talking about this on a podcast I was listening yeah. to earlier, and he said it had over 500 million. Yeah, yeah, shared right. and everything. It's it's yeah, massive. Yeah. And he was saying it could have even been a, a billion. With yeah. like he said, he just stopped paying attention because. Yeah. I mean, he said Shaq and like other like famous people were sharing it, and like is like, oh wow, this is crazy. Yeah, like, I I I texted him the other day actually with a great idea because it was it came into my head because I was watching some videos and a, va- a baggage handler one came up and everybody started saying like. You got to put like baggage handlers are hot on your baggage so they won't manhandle it, you know? Yeah, yeah. And so I was like, dude, we should film something. We can recreate this. All we need is tarmac. We don't need to be at an airport. But I was like, dude, we get a couple of workers vests and we just beat the shit out of some luggage and we get like a plexiglass thing and make it look like someone's filming through an airplane window. Yeah. And boom, you know, like it's that same idea where it's like some random dudes filming this guy is doing something crazy. You know, I was like, oh, let's give it a shot. I think you so, could even do it with green screen and, and, yeah. um, like uh just a, a like a video like yeah off of that you I, I can't think of the word right now i'm drawing a blank you know what i'm yeah. saying yeah, yeah. but the, the prefab stuff you can just download and you're like oh yeah here's me on a tarmac you know mm-hmm. what i mean like, i know i know we're gonna see we're gonna flesh it out i've got a couple ideas that i want to shoot with him they're doing we're doing going up on third on the 30th to north star because north star is uh closing that weekend or whatever and then um mtb norcal is putting on a small event and I've got a couple videos that I want to shoot while I'm out there. So next weekend we're going to go out and uh, he's going to be out there too. I know a couple other people are going out. So that's going to be fun. Do some laps out there. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm going to dabble into some some short form content here soon. I've been kind of churning on it in my head a little bit. And I've done a few just to kind of see, you know, like how the edit goes and things mm-hmm. like that. You know what I mean? It's yeah. really interesting to see that like, you can have the exact same video on YouTube as you have on Instagram and one of them will do well and the other one will do nothing. Yeah. And it's, it's like, why is that? I don't even understand, but, um, yeah. Like, yeah. I think like I took, uh, I did a long form video recently, which is like long form saying like three minutes. It was like when mountain bikers, uh, are honest with themselves or whatever. And then I mm-hmm. took a few clips from that and put them into a short form and put it up on YouTube as a short. And then the video that I put up the long form got 10,000 views. And then the short form got like hundreds of thousands. So it's like, and it's the same content with different audiences. And you just kind of yeah. like have multiple. That's the first time I've really kind of like capitalized on that. But that's something that a lot of big creators will do. They'll just take a segment out of their the video that f- works well for short form and bring it in. And and it, it yeah. it's like double dipping basically because they are separate audiences, the short form and the long form. The short form audience doesn't come hang out in my live streams. They don't watch the long form per se. It's just different. So it's... Yeah. uh it's all capitalizing on all that stuff, but I still have the dream of like tying all that stuff together. Just time. Yeah. What, what's, what's the end goal? 
make it just be I already met it. That's the problem. Like the goal yeah. was to like be an international celebrity. And like now yeah. I get recognized everywhere. So like, where do I go from here? I don't know. It'd be, yeah. it'd be amazing to go full time, but like everything has the stars have to align. So, uh, and then I would make more long form stuff. Cause I, again, uh, stretching myself creatively is always the goal. Like I want to make more stuff and then like, think about like, Oh, well, if I have more time, I could do a podcast. Uh, I don't know. I'm still leaning against that, but I like the idea of the behind the scenes stuff and flesh out like a Patreon style thing where it's like, all the behind the scenes and really like build that audience too. And uh, I don't know, there's other stuff I'd want to do. I mean, I, I've considered the idea of like maybe just a production company that, um, you know, really brings in revenue that handles production for local businesses or wherever else. I see what these guys do. I know what they're doing and I could do it. Um, I just need to be organized enough to pull it off. So like think of a revenue stream where I'm actually just running a production company business and then doing this on the side, who knows? Like, yeah, yeah I just I know approach. that, about doing drone work for somebody recently oh and, yeah yeah and it, it really made me start thinking about it was like wow i mean i guess i could be doing like some other things that you know i have this gear you know it it it, it was the same concept where i was thinking you know i could take photos for people it's like i i know how to work camp pretty damn good now yeah you know all i need to do is like make a website that's weird to know how to do that you yeah. know like, you legit have yeah. a business just sitting there that's just your spare time thing now it's like uh, yeah you know <laughs> it's like you, you can go out and do a photo shoot and make you know decent money in a short amount of time doing that so i don't know but i think at the end of the day it's like what do you really want you know like yeah that's the i think for me that's the problem that I, I always struggle with is because I'm just really like, I'm, I'm kind of all over the place, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I, I'm not sure, I'm not sure what I really want, you know? It's hard to, it's hard to lock that stuff down. It's like right now I just want to have fun and make what I want to make. Yeah. And like, I'm stoked people are digging it. Like that's like, it doesn't, I, I don't think that far ahead either too. It's like, that's, yeah. it's, it's like a, I think it's like, um, it's like a detriment. It's like a bad thing and a good thing all at the same time. Because like yeah. the, the improviser in me, like I, I have to suspect that's one of the reasons why I found success is because I'm willing, I can just do things off the cuff and improvise. And so like, it's a, it's a bad thing and a good thing. Like, and I have to embrace that. Like I, I can't reform my brain. And so I kind of have to like, understand that, like I have to work around that. And like, so I have like, I've I'll have a video that I have to make. And like, I, I don't think about it much because I just know that I'm going to get it done. Like, I don't know. Like, yeah. it's like the, I was like that in school. I think it was a procrastinator, right? Where it's like, it's due tomorrow, uh, you know, or it's due in three days. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it in two days. Like, it's fine. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think I'm still like that. Yeah, I'm 100% like that. I actually, um, I think the reason that I procrastinate is because I like the, the feeling of pressure is actually what motivates me. Yeah. So, like, if there's no pressure, then I won't, I just don't want to do it. That's yeah, why part sorry. of me, yeah, that's why part of me says like, I almost need to quit to like really make this a thing. Cause like, I, I need like pressure on my shoulders to be like, you better fucking do it. Or you're going to, you're going to starve to death. Like, you know, yeah, like yeah. maybe that's it. I don't know. Everything's been fine. I've been pushing pretty good, but like, yeah, it's like that thing. I'm the same way. It's like, you gotta have a little pressure on your shoulders to feel a little stress every now and then you gotta, yeah, you gotta get it going. Yeah. yeah. But I, I mean, I think you're going about it right, dude. Sounds like, you know, things are doing really really well for you i mean honestly the, to be getting like the offers and things that you're you're getting it's well deserved but at the same note it's like or on the same note it's it's obviously um it's a reflection of the work that you've put in you yeah. know yeah like rei and subaru and whoever else is not reaching out to you because you were 
procrastinating. Like you, you may be like in your mind, but on the other end of it, it's like, dude, from episode 94 to now, like you're doing commercials for REI. Yeah. <laughs> you uh, know, and episode 94, I think you probably just made that, that, that video uh, that we were talking about the, because I, I sort of remember us talking about it and, and you being like, you know, jazzed about trying to figure out what was going on and stuff like that. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, it's not a lot of time. It's a year. Look at where you're at. I know. I wish I could look at it that way sometime. Right. And you know that like when we're, it's like our yeah. kids, like when you're, you're, when you're the parent, you're, your kid, you just see them growing. And like, so, and then you bring them to a friend's house. They're like, holy crap, they're massive now. Like in a yeah. six months goes by or something. It's like, it's that same phenomenon where like I beat myself up a lot. Like I, I get into weird modes where I'm just like, man, I, I, I'm a fake. Like, I don't think, uh, I don't think I've, I think I've just been lucky this whole time. Like I can get yeah. into those moods where I'm just like, man, everything I've done is like, it's just, a, it's just a farce, you know? Like, and then, yeah. then I'll like go back and watch video and I'll make a new one. And I'm like, man, I'm fine. Like, it's just like yeah. knowing that I'll be able to get out of those ebbs and flows and proving that I've been able to do it multiple times. And like, I think the, there was a great example once, a great video that, uh, do you know Casey Neistat? Yeah. One of the biggest YouTubers. His brother, uh, Van Neistat, did a video. And I, he was a, months ago, months ago. But the idea was like um, the, the idea of creatives and how they deal with it, like the successful creatives versus like the non-successful creatives. And of course, like what you've got is you've got a flow chart, essentially. Like, and, and there's like through the course of the chart, there's there's going to be the, the coming up with the concept, the idea and like the execution and then, of course, no matter what stage, you're always going to hit a wall. Like, so whether you're trying, like, take this as like, I'm trying to make a video and the video is like, what are the best tires, you know, or whatever it is. Right. And so you're making this video, you hit a wall. You're like, man, like, I don't know. Like, I don't know where to go. I don't know how to structure this narrative. And so like a non like successful creative will just be like, I'm just going to scrap it and I'll go to the next thing. So now they're, they're living with the regret of like abandoning this concept that they thought was a great idea. And it's like, there's all this like animosity towards themselves because they couldn't do it. They couldn't pull it off. Like, and they're just like, you know, th those things happen. And then you go to a successful creative who like hits the wall and they keep just kind of pushing on the wall until they figure out how to climb over it. And that may be in the form of like, this video is not the best tires in the world anymore. Maybe it's like this tire, this tire became my, like it could be the, the video changes, but you evolve it and get over the wall and like you create that. And now you're filled with like that, that feeling of success, you know, like that achievement, you get that achievement and you're like, man, like, whew, that was, and I, I feel like we've all struggled enough in our time and gone through those walls enough to know that we could do it again. And that breeds confidence. If that makes sense. Like we've been through enough walls, we've made enough videos and changed enough and like pushed through weird situations and like still kept going. And that yeah. is hard to do. And I think that's why a lot of people don't have successful channels or, you know, they give up, they start to make a few videos and give up because like, it's hard, it's not easy. And like knowing, and that's one thing that I've been gracious for is like, I know that I'll get over the wall. Like I, I, I don't, it doesn't even like occur to me that I won't yeah. anymore. And I, I've done it so many times now that it breeds confidence in me. You know, I can go in like, again, I can go into this, this crazy film shoot situation, like, and just, I know I'll pull it off. Like I'll know I'll pull it off. I'm still nervous yeah. and it's scary, but I'm like, I'll make it happen. You know? So like, yeah, yeah. I definitely know that feeling. I, yeah. I, um, and I think from the outside, people look at something like that when you're doing it and they think that you're not 
scared or you're not like intimidated or whatever because your outside is like you know not displaying that but there's a lot you know usually going on on the inside that you know people don't get to see when we were talking about that though and it's like uh um you were saying about you know how sometimes you get in this funk or whatever i hear that a lot and i i wonder if it's the the personality set of people that are actually creative that do that or if it's like a a a side effect of of just social media itself like to me i kind of feel like it's the people the people that do this i think there's a certain type of person you know what i mean like yeah and, and i think that that's that insecurity is part of it and that's usually what's at least the way that i think about it is like it's some kind of insecurity that's feeding the feeling of like you're a fake or i should quit or whatever yeah and uh but i think that that's the same thing that's actually like it's the same thing that that's also motivating the creative people to do their channels the way that they are is because then you're getting this you know this reward of people telling you like no you're wrong you are good yeah 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 there was like a great like a comment on youtube with a guy i released the long form video i make them every six months now so you know whatever and uh so the guy was like you know you know there's so many people like just laughing and saying it's funny and then the one dude comes in and he's like yeah like uh it's hard to be funny and so i like messaged back and i was like I was like, yeah, especially when you're making crappy content like I am, you know, like and like yeah. just to self-deprecate, which is fine. And then he comments back this really long explanation of what he meant was like, here, take these comedy uh, shows as examples of like proper writing yeah. and all that stuff. And I was like, yeah, that's a, I mean, that's a great point. But you're also highlighting shows that have entire staffs, writing staff devoted to like Sunny, Sunny in Philadelphia. These are professional yeah. comedians. This is their job. They this is what they make. They write, they sit down in a writer's room. And I was like, you got to understand, like, I got a wife and kids. I got a job. And then he was like, he's like, Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just being an asshole. I'm like, no, he's like, I'll delete the comments. I'm like, you don't have to delete the comments. I'm happy for it. Like, I, I love that discussion. That's like, that's how you yeah. evolve. And like, I was, he felt like guilty for saying something meanish, but I, I didn't take it as mean. I thought it was like, yeah. a con- like a good constructive discussion. Like I was like, you don't have to delete anything. Like, this is fine. Yeah. Like, I didn't yeah. take any offense to that. Like I, I know some people do in comments and stuff, but like, th- yeah, it was, it was totally fine. Like I didn't mind that at all. And that's how we learn. Like, like the Paul comment was something that formed my evolution and made me make harder videos and learn more about video editing. Like it's a constructive push for me. It's like that. Uh, Yeah. It's like somebody can say something mean and I can sit back and think about it and like, all right, here's another great example. Like early on, like maybe it was like eight months ago now, maybe it was even a year ago now. A bunch of these like meme pages on social media started like just coming after me. They would comment on every video. They would like jump in every live stream and flood it with stuff like all this stuff. And I just ignored it. Like, and I just like, you know, I just kept, you know what I did? I took it as like, I'm just going to just, I'm just going to shut them up with success. And that's exactly yeah. what I did. I just ignored them and kept making great stuff and kept getting millions of views and kept getting brand deals <laughs> until they just stopped. Uh, yeah, right. I just, you know, like I was like, yeah. I can either sit around and think about it or I can just, succeed in front of their face and that's what i did yeah 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 yeah. i kind of like those little challenges i I like i I don't take offense like i think it's interesting i think sometimes those um negative comments um they really drive you more than like like they're actually so valuable because of how much they drive you yeah you know yep 
So, I mean, and not even only like in the terms of this channel. I mean, there's been things that somebody has said to me, like, you know, you're, you're at Kaiser and the nurse says something and you're like, huh, what? <laughs> you know, and then, yeah. and then you, it drills in and then like, next thing you know, like you've changed your life or something, you know, yeah. it's like, I don't know. Like, I'm just trying to think of something, but, um, formative yeah, moments, so. man, you, you don't always recognize them. And sometimes you do like, I, I recognize those things. Like sometimes I, I, I see them. And I recognize them and I adapt with them, you know, like it's like those like, yeah, there are moments in our lives and not everybody's looking for them. It's not it's not like a preachy speech or anything, but like that was one where I was like, all right, let's go. I took yeah. and again, that pushes me, me to be better. And they don't realize that. Right. These people don't realize that that they have that effect. And so like your negativity was a positive effect. And it's like, who would have thought yeah. who would have thought? But it's like I wish more people could live their life like that. Like, don't get offended by yeah. the comments. Just like just take it as a personal challenge. I have such a twisted sense of humor that almost every <laughs> negative comment that I've gotten, I think is funny. And then somewhere down the line, like somebody's like, that was really kind of, you know, asinine what they said. I'm really, yeah. <laughs> I'm like telling it as it's a joke. Cause I'm like, Oh my God. And then this guy said this, it was hilarious. Yeah, exactly. Like, I think they were trying to be mean. No. <laughs> <laughs> Well, they didn't do a very good job of it. Jesus. Right? Yeah, it's, yeah. What the hell, man? Now I'm, making, now I'm being the asshole. And we're kind of <laughs> like, you and I are both kind of self-deprecating in certain instances, yeah. too. So it's like, it's hard to offend somebody that's like already making fun of themselves to a certain degree. You know, like we have a good sense yeah. of humor. We're lighthearted. It's like, it's hard to offend us. Like, and it's fine. Yeah. And that's, that's lucky that we do what you do. And I don't get a lot of it, luckily, because most of mine is like buffoonish anyway. So like, I filter out people that way. But it's like, yeah, yeah. The comedy stuff makes it easier because like, you know. Where if I was doing like I, I always joke about this, if I was doing bike reviews and I said like this right here is great because this and somebody go like, actually, it's not because the you this, you know, and it'd be like that squabble. I don't yeah. get that because I don't talk facts. You know, I just like I just say random crap. So maybe it's yeah, easier. Yeah. yeah, no, it's definitely, definitely interesting. <laughs> you know, like the way the way things go. Yep. I was thinking earlier whenever you said you you started with the reels and and you were saying something along the lines of you just think in short form was that something that you started doing after you you kind of made a bunch or do you think you were thinking that way you know on, on your own initially no it's definitely a problem too because like your brain reforms to it hyper focuses and so mine does like so mm -hmm. now that i think in short form it's harder to make long form videos because i think of like how can i tell this joke and you're like man i gotta spread that out like that's yeah so it's like it's now i think of like tunnel vision how to edit that now like back in the day my mind was formed to long form i was thinking like this is all the structure of the shots this is and now yeah. like to go and rethink that it's like it's funny but I went to go, I was like, about editing. I was like, holy crap. Like, I was like, it's, it, it retrains your brain a little bit. So it's yeah. advantageous, but it's also detrimental with the hyper-focus. Like now that I know how to make good short form and I've developed a pretty decent editing skills for long form, I was like, dude, imagine like the Downeyville combined with the, the knowledge of the short form, really tightening a video so much that people yeah. can't click away, whether it's five minutes or whatever. They're, I can take those skills and merge them now. I just have to do it. Like, but yeah, that's, that that's the detriment now is like the short form yeah. stuff is my mind does think that way. So it's like, you know, it's funny. And it's just like the joke only needs 20 seconds to be told sometimes. And like, yeah. I was like, I could extend it, but like that the joke's right here. And that's the benefit of like, I talk about like the, the mastery of short form is like being able to find the simplest way to tell that one thing, but also 
funny. And sometimes I have multiple camera angles to tell the joke, but like, it's all just to sell like the facial expressions for the reactions and things. But like, mm -hmm. it's your still... physical comedy is really good. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's the thing that, that really makes your stuff stand out where, um, like, uh, not to like, like, like put you up against like normal yeah. or something, but, but his, his skit is, is more the skit yeah. where yours, sometimes the funniest part of your stuff is just like the way you moved your mustache or the yeah, way yeah, you yeah. kind of like stared and like, like, like you'll do this thing where you like kind of twitch your eyes where it shows that you're like un, unsure yeah, like, of what you just said or yeah, you know, things like that. Yeah. And, and I think that's where, where, um, your, your comedy is really strong there, you, you know, and um, I I don't know where I was going with that, but but that's you do that well. <laughs> yeah, it's like and it's like we all kind of have our own style. So it's like interesting to see that. And I always thought like it'd be funny to like if we all took like a premise and just had. All right. So everybody make a video on this premise, like a flat tire or yeah. whatever it is. And like every one of those videos would be wildly different. Like, you know, they'd be the yeah. same concept, but they'd all be wildly different. And I think that's really entertaining, like just to see. Because I'm sure there's videos that I've made that Seabass or Jess has made that they've overlapped. We've done similar concepts before, but still yeah. the execution's different. And like, yeah, so it's like there, there's no wrong way to do it. But yeah, it's it's funny how that works. It's just yeah, I've thought about making a channel that just like remakes you guys' videos, but my <laughs> way. <laughs> there's already all these like video like channels on. Uh, somebody got upset about it. I was like, trust me, dude, just get used to people stealing your content. It's yeah. just, it's just what happens now. Like they just reshare it and tag you in it and like, okay. But in my mind was like spoof parody, exactly <laughs> what you do. And like, then I make so a third like, channel that spoof parodies, your spoof parodies of me. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, but I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, I'm looking forward to trying to like put my brain in that spot because I've noticed over the time that I've been doing the long-term format that I've gotten so focused on my storytelling and, mm -hmm. and the story that I don't showcase my, like, let's just say my comedy. Yeah. yeah, as yeah. Much. Like when I first start, like I'm a situationally funny guy, mm -hmm. you know? And so like, I, but the way that I make my edits now, a lot of that stuff just doesn't like, it doesn't make the cut, you know, yeah. like I'll, I'll have it in my Patreon stuff and, you know, these silly comments that I made or whatever. But when you're trying to tell a story, that's like, like emotional or drive people in a certain way to like, like those parts don't work well. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was having a conversation with somebody recently and they were saying about, you know, like when I started my channel, I had a lot more, uh, a lot, it was a lot more funny yeah. and now it's more serious. And it really made me start thinking about, it's like, you know, most of my friends don't consider me a serious guy. Yeah, I would, I would agree with that. Yeah, <laughs> right, right. But if you watch like my videos, my 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 trail riding videos, they don't come across as humorous as they did in the past. Mm -hmm. So I think I really need to like get back in touch with that. And I feel like the short term or the short content will, you know, kind of bring that back out. But then I question is like, like what you're like, how you're questioning making people go from your short term to your long term. Yeah. Like I am questioning the other way around where it's like, well, then am I building some other audience that's expecting that? And that's not really what I want. Like, I like making the long videos, you know? 
So I think, I, I think know. they'll still come for whatever you do. Like, I think yeah. just go have fun with it. Don't overthink it. Like if you think of a funny situation, find a funny way to film it and just do it and put it out. Like don't screw around. Like yeah. all my videos, when I first started, I would set up my phone and be like, and I would do something funny and I just upload it that day right there on this, on yeah. the trail. Like who cares? Like, yeah. and that is freeing. Once you realize you can do that, it's freeing. And it's like, ah, you can just have a creative idea and just put it, do something like yeah. you don't have to do the over elaborate productions like you don't always have to do that and it's like oh that helped me like lighten my shoulders up enough to re just release right and then just be like all right yeah. now i can like i have my elaborate videos i'll do like these crazy shoots and then i'll do one that's like simple and that'll do well too it's like ah just just loosen yeah. it up loosey-goosey and just have fun just make fun shit man like that's all we can yeah. do not to say that that short form content isn't hard to put together yeah but it's definitely less time commitment oh 100 on the ones that I've done, I'm like, oh, wow. Like, I came up with that idea. I filmed it. I edited it and uploaded it. And it's the same day. Yeah. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. It's like, dude, all you need is, like, a funny concept. You're like, dude, I could just literally do this right now. And I used to edit on Instagram. I wouldn't even, like, put it in an external app. I'd be like, boom, edit, boom, boom. Okay, uh, put some music on it, up. And that was it. Like, it was like, cool. Yeah. Millions and millions of views like that. And Seabass is still editing on his phone and stuff. It's like, dude, it's totally possible. It's like... You know, it's yeah. it's funny how it works, but it's it's something that's just like again, it was freeing to the to the certain degree because you're like, man, we're just we were in that mindset 100 percent of just like it. We need to spend as much time as possible and make it perfect. It doesn't need to be on social media. Like this, you yeah. should if you go scroll through social media, it's like a cat doing something funny that's got 80 million views. You're like, oh, damn it. Yeah, <laughs> but on the other hand, there's like long form content of somebody reshoeing horses and they're you know 500,000 subscribers yes and you're, you're like why I know. how is that you know God, i still know i need to get out of my own head man like I, I have these ideas or like i should just, I should just go in the garage and film a 10 minute video and just like who cares like and just start putting stuff out there but i'm like no but i want the single i want the lighting i'm just like oh god yeah it's just like i want to i don't know it's just uh, I think the idea of having a, a team to work on something sounds really um, fun to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there, there's a bunch of, of big YouTube channels that are conglomerates. Like let's mm -hmm. just say Mr. Beast, for example. It, yes, it's his channel, but mm -hmm. like there's He's got a massive team, six yeah. or seven people that are consistently in the videos, right? So, and there's a lot of other channels that are like that, where there's this team of people that are actually making the content. And that idea, like to me, it just seems, it just seems really fun. I just don't know how to like recruit that, those people to do yeah. that, you, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We got to get some like low subscriber count interns is what we got to do and just make them do all the work for us. Just do all of it. Yeah. Tony brings up a good point in chat, by the way, it says almost better not to be perfect on shorts. It feels more real. And that's, there's a truth to that. Like the videos that are just realism, somebody on their phone, just capturing something in the, in the, in the world, like something, a, a shark comes up to the beach. Like that's a real event that fascinates people. Like there's the reality of social media is partially its benefit. Now I know for a fact that I hold myself back because I'm filming on a fancy camera and I'm not using their music services. I use epidemic and like, mm -hmm. so if I use trending audio, my videos would probably do better, but I've had videos that like got the audio pulled off of them and it pissed me off. Like, cause I spent a ton of, a ton of time working on it, you know? So like, and then I got to go to do individual audio for each platform and all this stuff. And like, it takes way more time. Yeah. I just produce it all at once and push it out to all the platforms. And like, it's great. It does well, but it's like, if I was, when I first started, I was playing the game. I was using trending audio. I was like 
you'd find songs that were just trending and you put that on your yeah. track and like but you don't have that granular control like if i want the music to stop when a joke hits like you can't really do that on tiktok in the editor you can't, yeah, you do can't that. even with instagram like you can't put different songs into different spots yeah so it's, it's like, like one you're so limited and like yeah I, yeah and that's the part that bothers me i always get irritated <laughs> and so i know that i would be more successful if i played the game uh but i don't because like i have i still respect the creative process i i enjoy it and uh yeah i could be doing trending audio i could be doing other stuff but it's like dude it just annoys me the editor sucks in there and it's like i, I was able to pull it off for the recent one for the night ride the night ride lights where it's like the lion king music and it's like it is time you know and like i the music yeah. stops as soon as i turn the lights on like they at least added that to their editor but yeah i just i've that's holding me back and i know it but like i still i don't care like I've, I've use, proved myself. If you, if you use the like let's say you use an acdc song and a taylor mm -hmm. swift song in your edit you can't do that you, you can't no, you've got as far as I know, you've got to use their audio in their system. Like, so you got to go uh, in and you can't, like you said, you can't add multiple songs. So you just got to hopefully find a so trending. But then song. How are those? How are those people using those edits that are like, like mashups of songs and stuff like that? Oh well, crap. I guess I don't know that much about social media, do I? <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm just, I'm just curious. Like, because yeah, yeah, you'll yeah. hear that it'll be like, uh, like let's just say, like it's a, like Eminem mixed in with you know some rock song or something like that, right? That I might mean, even that, be sometimes that's like a mix that somebody put together and they go and find it and they put it in like that. It's like, right. But somebody had to put that audio there the first time. Right. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I don't so know it's how that not works. Instagram that's putting it there. So that's the part where I, I, I'm not sure like how that like, is it that then you get flagged and, and ACDC is like, no, we don't want their music in there in, on there anymore. And then it gets taken away. That's what how the audio gets ripped or something like like for instance the song that you did the, the mm -hmm. like did that band eventually be like hey this song has 500 billion views on Instagram. yeah it did they paid. did because the song got pulled that real right. that hit four million they killed it like they killed they pulled the audio off of it at some point right <laughs> and i saw that instagram recently made a thing where you can you can re-add audio yeah but i mean at that point like whatever but but it, i i I guess that's the thing where I was like, you know, how does that actually work with these platforms? I think ultimately what you're doing is the right way to go about it. Just yeah. use music that you know you can. But sometimes it's like, for example, I know a guy that does a car channel or a car channel. Yeah. And he did this video that has, it went, it did very, very well. Like hundreds of thousands of views, right? Yeah. Maybe millions. Probably millions actually. And, uh, but he, he, unmonetized that video and used like like regular tracks on it and and the reason that he did that was because he was like i feel like that music made the video good yeah so if he would have used like different music then maybe the, the video would have never done well you yeah know? yeah yeah it's 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 true like i've had videos that like there was a trending song that fit perfectly for what i was trying to portray and I, i'll use it you know like that yeah. was uh when Stranger Things was was trending. I used that like you're coming out that road, you're coming yeah. out that hill. I used that one like on yeah, one yeah. of them, and like uh, it was like a bike park video where my legs are wobbly after the bike park, and it was like talking about pain in the song, and I was like, it was perfect. It worked great, and it that did really well. It hit millions of views or whatever. But like it was, yeah, it's just it's situational.
I yeah, it's it's still a weird game, and uh, I'm not playing by their rules completely. And so like it's uh, my growth is slower on Instagram now than it used to be, but I just don't care as much anymore. I guess I, I guess what I like like we said in the beginning, I, I think I've proven my point. You know, like yeah. And what more could I what more could I say? My engagement's high. My views are usually pretty great. So it's like ah, I, I, what more could I do for you? You know? Yeah. Do you are you getting any kind of monetization off of Facebook or Instagram or TikTok? Nope, not really. Uh, I'll get like if I do a live stream, I'll get like six dollars on Instagram or something once every few months. It's nothing. No. Yeah. So it's all it's yeah. all again, it's entirely up to me to like work with companies and 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 get paid videos. So realist, like, realistically, it's it's the companies and the things that you're doing there that are bringing income because mm-hmm. even with with reels on on or shorts on YouTube, there's not a lot of um, like financial incentive on that. Is it? Yeah, like say, okay, so say like... Because um, it's like you get a million views, you don't get $100. No, 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 <laughs> no. no. I, mean? I can even pull up the data, honestly. Like, I think yeah. I've got... I think I've got a video with like 16 million views on a short or something, and it brings in like maybe $200. Yeah. It's very... Yeah. So, so like, like a month... Like a 16, million, a 16 million view long-form video would be like, dude, that's that, I that's, just bought a car, you know? <laughs> like, that's probably at least 40 grand. Probably like right, 50 right. grand, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So it's like, you can see the difference and I don't, that's fine. Like how do they monetize shorts? It's like, yeah, I know, I know the world I'm living in. So luckily I'm able to work. And it turns out, of course, if you really look at the numbers, like the amount of money spent on influencer marketing is astronomical and it's only growing. So it turns out I kind of figured something out, you know, like, and and like there's, it's only going to grow and they're going to stop spending money in traditional advertising and they're going to just going to give it to us instead. And so like, luckily we built the audience and it, yeah. it resonates and the stuff I make is mine. So it's like, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool. And so like I talk about, yeah, YouTube, I think over the course of a month will pay me like 500 a month or something, but it's like, yeah. it's just not, none of it's much. It's all on me yeah. to create revenue and, and, and the cool companies to reach out to me that I get a chance to work with and stuff. So that's, that's what's doing it for me now. Yeah. It's interesting how it works. You know, it's definitely, um, it's, it's a different, it's a different, mindset you know yeah i think that um the short form content works so well for integration with brands Mm -hmm. like it it, is really so easy to make content that gives people i mean not easy but it's much easier to to put that content in there and not make it seem like disin like disingenuous you know yeah 100 where where it's like let's just say it's a a video game for that you play on your phone right yeah if you're in the middle of your mountain bike video and you throw in this like oh by the way this is sponsored by video game on the phone and let me tell you about this video game on the phone and how fun Mm -hmm. it is blah 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 whereas like you can do a funny thing where you're like trying to play the video game and you wreck your bike and it's like oh that was funny and it got the game like like 10 15 million people to look at or whatever the number is you know yeah that's um it, it, it just, uh, it fits in so well, you know? Yeah. Outside Brennan did a tremendous job. He's done a, a, some really good deals. One of them stands out from the crowd. He did it with stands and like he put his GoPro session inside of his tire and then yeah. put the, t- you know, you, like that thing has got so many millions of views because it's so interesting. And he's such yeah. a genius at that stuff where you're like, dude, you can't look away. Like I never thought of that. And you, he pours the fluid in, then he pumps up the tire, and it's like, dude, how does sealant work? It's like, 
who would have thought like he's just got this great mind for that and that yeah. was a great integration of like a product and it was like yeah. dude so cool like stands is awesome i've worked with them too like it was so like those are the great little things that you you're you watch it and you're like that was great and it doesn't care it doesn't matter if it was an ad or a product placement or anything because it's like we're already in the biking world so it fits in with the content we're making yeah. And it was just like enjoyable to watch. Christian Pepper is another great example. He'll make, he's working with a, a local Utah Honda dealer. And he just did this one where he like sends it over the vehicle and other stuff. And I was like, Dude, what a great, like great little integration to his, it's organic to his channel. It's the things that he's doing regularly, but integrating a brand into it. It was like, it didn't feel forced to me. I loved it. I, I messaged him. I was like, Dude, that was, that was really good. Like it was, so I always, I always like that stuff. And yeah, maybe the short form makes it easier than like, yeah, cutting to break to 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 talk about AG one and their green juice, you know, like yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, you can. I think the integration could be in the the longer form videos in different ways, yeah. but um, it doesn't seem to be that's the way that people do it. You know, what you, I mean? you know, I, there's another creator. Like, I think he took a note from Mr. Beast, but Evans MTB uh, Saga. He does a great thing where he'll read the ad while the bike's being built, you know, so he's yeah. doing a build video and in the background, the bike's being built with a timer and he's just doing his ad, but you're watching the bike build and you're the ad, so you don't want to click away. It's like, great. It's a great integration. He's really smart for that. I think, I don't know if he that's took inspiration the, from Mr. The, Beast. That's the, the Pope in the pool there. Mm -hmm. It's a, I don't know if you know what that is. It's like a, a film school thing. It's mm -hmm. basically like show somebody something that doesn't make sense, but it keeps the in entertainment while you're doing yeah. it. Yeah. Yep. Like, uh, what's that movie? Uh, there's a, a stock, like a, uh, the, have you seen the movie on Netflix called the short or something like that? The big short. Oh, the big short's incredible. Yeah. Yeah. So like there, there's a scene where they're explaining the, the financial, oh, yeah. the, the financial, like, like crisis and how it happened. Yep. And it's like, you know, this hot actress in the bubble bath. Yeah, and exactly. So, it was like, here's a shot of Margot Robbie in a bathtub. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so right. here's a bunch of like information that they need to get to you, but here's how they can keep you like locked in. Yeah. So it's the same thing as what he's doing. That's I, I've been watching these like editing podcasts and stuff, this channel. And uh, it's really interesting. I, 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 um, it makes me want to learn more about film. And I think that's the thing that, that has been making me want to do the kind of sitcom thing I was talking about earlier. Yeah. Is it, it's just like, uh, something else is, I think I just like learning. And I yeah. think that's like, it, it's, it seems like it would be fun to go down that rabbit hole of learning those things and like understanding it more and then being able to like relate that back to the content that we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. The question is like, all like you got to talk to Bobo. I think he's, he's got like a concept yeah. already. Like, it's like, how can we help? Well, you know, how can we make this work, you know, or whatever? Cause it's like, yeah. that guy is a great genius. He's so smart at storyboarding and creating like that stuff where he's got a film background. I think I originally yeah. reached out to him. I was like, Hey, would you have any suggestions for books about storyboarding? He sent me a couple and I ordered them and probably never read them, but you know, it's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like I'm the same way. Like I love that stuff. And it's like, man, but like it, it, it's, it's very time consuming to do it right. You know, like you go on these shoots and they got storyboards and everything. You're like, man, I got it all in my head. Like, so you know, in retrospect, looking at Trailhead Troopers when we shot that, it's just trying to trying to figure. I knew the ideas, but I didn't like imagine if we, we kind of winged all it. Later. But yeah, I think we if we, it. yeah, I think if we we actually put the effort into like planning it out, mm -hmm. that I really feel like something like that could really do well. 
it's just a matter of like planning it out and, and getting the right players. So provided the entire mountain biking industry doesn't crash in the next year. Yeah. But in my mind, what I'm thinking about doesn't necessarily have to be like, like genre specific. So like in my mind, here's a good example. Sunny is about a bunch of people that run a bar. Mm -hmm. Right. And you don't necessarily have to be like a person that's a bar fly or, in, you know what I mean? To, to like watch that show. Yep. So it's the same thing where there's, there's another one of those sunny type of shows where it's a fire department. It's like Tacoma FD or something like that. Okay. And it's, it's like the premise of the show is a fire department, but really what they're doing, like all the jokes and everything is just, it's like how they're interacting with each oh, other. Oh yeah. That's a good you point. Know, like, yeah. It, it, that's really what's funny. So the sitcom show, let's just say like, it could be mountain bikers, but it's really like how they go about like making fun of each other or yeah. it's like, Oh dude, broke his bike. And this is what we're going to do. And so you could start with your niche, but it's really like the niche doesn't really have to do with whether or not people watch the show. They don't have to be a mountain biker to watch it, you know? It's very much like people have been telling me to watch Ted Lasso for a long time. I finally started watching Ted Lasso. Yeah, and now that you mention it, it's like the same idea where, like, it's based around a football club. But, like, there's very few scenes of football. Like, it's just yeah. them just doing stuff. So, it's like, yeah, it's, yeah, you're right. You have that premise, that general thing. But, yeah, that's that's a great point you make. So, now that you mentioned that, I mean, I feel like there's zero reason why you don't have some kind of Ted Lasso reel. Because, I mean, you have pretty much the look. I've already started scripting it. All right. So, like, the idea <laughs> is I actually think it could be a long-form video, like the Ted Lasso of mountain biking. And, yeah. like, think of all the scenarios where I give motivational speeches to the crew or, like, you know, we're like, you know, what? Yeah. he's just overly positive all the time. So it's got to be yeah. like, look, I mean, you're going to get over that mountain in no time. All you got to, you know, it's like you just, yeah, I got to yeah. get the voice down, but it's just got to be like just overly positive. Like yeah. you're doing a rock roll for the first time and give him some sort of weird analogy and like metaphor. <laughs> and like, yeah. so all I got to do is just like compile all those scenes. And we've got a four to five minute video where it's just me giving like speeches and like, encouraging but I mean, you people do it as a short though i mean oh just the, well then one. well again this yeah. is a combination factor right we take the oh, long form and then we bring the good best parts and bring it into social media and then i go hey you like this go over to youtube and watch even more it's just like bonus you know yeah. it's just extra more you know yeah, because yeah. i can't put this long form i can't put this long of a video on here anyway so here if you like this go over there they probably yeah. won't come over but it's like a cross cross pollination right like and and it's yeah. So it's like two things, two birds with one stone. So I got to just, I got to get the voice down and then I've got to get, uh, just, just write the, the great little metaphors and all this yeah. stuff. And then I'll, I'll have some great scenarios to, and I'll put it all together. And yeah, I already I think, think of the thumbnail where it's like, just the, I'll put even I'll put on the jacket with a visor and like, I'll have a helmet instead of a visor or something that, but everything else will be with the whistle and everything. I'll just be like, yeah. And then you know, just like make that, it, and that's it. Like shred lasso. Yeah. <laughs> shred lasso. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be the final that'll be the final scene of the of the of the, the video where it's like i think you should, guys should all just call me shred lasso <laughs> you know yeah so wholesome like the exact same font and everything that's what i would just yeah 100 exactly so good. <laughs> i've been thinking about it i have now that i'm watching the show i'm like i'm gathering thoughts you know i'm gathering you haven't finished it yet huh no i'm on season two and it it to me and I said this uh, on a live stream I did the other night. I was like, you know what? Season one was an absolute banger. It was like, I couldn't leave it. It was so good. And then season two, I just, I was like kind of disinterested a couple episodes yeah. in. And I like, I had to sit back and like realize it's because they spend so much time 
focusing on the side characters and not Ted. Like yeah. we're in it for Ted. Like, and like, yeah. they're like, here, here's the manager's r- romance story. I don't care. Like they, yeah. they keep going to these sub stories that are not interesting. You know, like yeah. everybody says, I got to stick with it and just finish season three. So I'll probably watch the whole thing. But like, as yeah. of now, I'm like, man, all the charm is in Ted and seeing his, yeah. and like the benefit they had is the first season was a traditional sports story. It was like taking a team from nothing to something. It was like, oh, yeah. this is a great tale. And that yeah. was mixed in with Ted Lasso. And now it's like they barely have the team at all, like playing or anything. It's just yeah. like, I don't know. They, they, But everybody says I got to stick with it, so I'm going to. Yeah, I really enjoyed it. That was one of those shows that I didn't want to watch. Yeah. You know, like I watched the first episode with my wife, and then she wanted to watch the next one. I was like, can we watch something else? And then she put it on anyway. And then it just kind of hooked you. And you're right. That first season was like, it was, it was pretty damn good. But it's incredible. Uh, yeah. It's incredible. I lose attention really fast. So you've got to like, there's only a few shows in this world that have held my attention throughout the length of the show. It's like so yeah. rare that it happens. And like uh breaking bad to me is probably the best show ever created. Like I, I, I could watch the hell out of that show. Yeah. Um, but there's very few instances where like something really holds my attention for very long. It was interesting. I was listening to this guy talk about how um, TV content or movie content has this ability to tell a shittier story and keep people than you can on on social media. Yeah, because like um, I never really thought about it, but you're, you're you're invested in this show. Yeah. So there's times where you may watch an episode where the whole episode sucks to you but because you're invested you'll still watch the whole 30 minutes yeah where like if if i love colorado kids videos and this one comes up and in the first 10 seconds i don't like it i'm like fuck it (laughs) you know like i I might come back next week and watch it again but but that's it you so can have it's not yeah. like people just sit through it, you know. You can have a massive audience, and like still, every video is like, st- like you could have five hundred thousand followers, and you could have videos you put out that just get forty thousand views. You're like, how is that possible? I don't yeah. know. Like, but it's totally something that happens regularly, and it's just something yeah. about you're like, did you even give it to the people that follow me? Like, or you just have so many people that just like they just followed for, to support. I who knows, yeah. but like, yeah. It's so yeah, and you're right. If the video's not like they're like a minute in, they're like, nah, I'm good. You're like, damn it, are you yeah. supposed to stick around? You like my stuff, right? Right. Well, and especially on YouTube, like if you're on the 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 web on a computer, it, it's like consistently having commercials running all the way around your movie mm-hmm. that are like, hey, come over here instead. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So it's like anytime that there's a small short window of of boredom on a long format video there's 20 videos on the right hand side saying hey i'm not gonna do that to you you know yep. <laughs> so it, it's definitely i mean think about how successful breaking bad would be if the entire time the show was on there was like little thumbnails all around look it here. saying like come over here you know and now you've just work? you've just described why social media and short form content works so well right because everything in this world is drawing our attention now. And uh, if you can hold it for a few seconds, you're lucky. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Like that's maybe that's again, I, I blame it on luck. And it is it's like that's uh, we got lucky at the right time. We're in like short form is a viable option and because people are just pulled in every direction now. Like yeah. even you, I'm sure you do this. 
I'll watch my wife will have something on the TV and I do this too, but like she'll have something on the TV and she's just playing on TikTok. I'm like, why do you have the TV on? Like there, there's, yeah. you know, like not yeah. even paying attention to the show. And so it, everyone's like that now. They're just like, they've got a show on the TV, but then they're playing on social media at the same time. Like, how are you ingesting this? Like, I don't know how this makes sense. I figure, yeah, interesting. I figure if I start playing on my phone that I'm not that interested and I move to another show or another movie or something like I'm like, this is, it's got, if it holds my attention, then that's what I want to watch. Like, I don't like if I get to the point where I get distracted and start playing, I'm like, man, this probably isn't that great then. Or it's just something about it's not holding me. So I just like, I'll find something else. Yeah. But sometimes you have to take the conscious effort to actually put the phone down. That's true. Because since you're not, or be, like you not being interested is actually a side effect of you not paying attention. Yeah. yeah. You, you know, yeah, true. Cases, true. You're like, uh, what did he say? Yeah. Yeah. You're like, this isn't even funny. It's well, yeah. because you're not listening. You missed all the <laughs> jokes. Yeah. It's like my kids will do that. I'll be like, wait, wait, what's going on? They'll go to like, go do something and come back. Like what's happening. I'm like, I'm not telling you, you should have just stayed here. Yeah. 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 It makes you wonder, you know, where, where it will go. You know, it's like, okay we had this long term or youtube when it started was pretty short form it was you yeah. know a couple minute videos and then it got into these longer term longer videos and now it's you know getting to a shorter form which is let's just say what's the most popular is the shorter form you know 60 seconds or whatever yeah and um i guess it's kind of like what i was talking about earlier like things are cyclic because even like some of those guys like like the pauls they started on Vine. What were those? Like 30 second videos? Yeah. Like, Vines were super short. They were like less than 10, I think, or something. So like, how did that fall out and not become shorts and reels back then? Y you know, this is where like you always, we always just have to be able to evolve as creators. And like, you realize like there are going to be times where people are just like, mm, I'm tired of scrolling. Let me go find something yeah. like longer and more, you know, again, let me go, let me go watch a story, you know? And it's like, that's going to happen. I think with a lot of people, if it's not happening already, or maybe we're just, people are so excited with the short, but like, it's all going to come together. It's like, you just, yeah. as a creator, you have to be able to adapt. And like, that's all we can learn from, you know, like yeah. know how to do it all. And then you just leverage all of it. So it's like, just yeah, I don't know where people's attentions are going to go, but I'll be there. I'll figure out a way to make it work. Yeah. I, I, um, I definitely enjoy it. it it's definitely, I, I think at, at heart, there's a couple of things in my personality that, that you could probably relate with i think one of them's that i'm a creative person yeah so it, you know it, it's always been that way you know at one point it was playing making music mm -hmm. or it's you know whatever it is it's it, even still it's like okay i'm making this art piece or something so there's that aspect and then there's the other aspect where it's like i just like um learning things and yeah doing this i learned something on every edit you know yeah and that that's just um i feel like that's priceless to like make your brain uh have to go after knowledge like that you know yeah and, that, and that's why you're still doing it i talk about that wall a lot of people hit the wall and they just stop and like they have that regret that they didn't finish it or keep going or whatever and it's like we it's 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 almost like we take the self-enjoyment and then everything else is is is, is the is the icing on the cake like I was like that for a long time too. And I think I still am like, I take enjoyment in the process and then I put it out there. And of course it's nice that people like it and stuff, but like there's still, I'm still very selfish in the, in the idea that like yeah. a lot of the times I make a video, I have a concept. I'm like, dude, 
I got to, I just want to make this. I know how to make it. I'm going to try this weird angle that I never like, you know, we're, we're like that, you know, where it's like, what's that little creative challenge that gives us that the process is just as much enjoyment as like the result, if not more. So yeah. yeah. Like yesterday filming all the B roll that I filmed, like there was absolutely, there wasn't really much excitement in the riding the bike, but it was very exciting in like, Oh, the sun's setting. And if I'm riding this way up the hill and I got the drone, how do I pedal and make the drone fall? You know, it's like, it was really fun to, to do that and to get these shots and then to come back and look at them. Even if I never use them in any video, Yeah, I had so much fun just filming, you know, and that, that's the, uh, that, that, that was fun, you know? And I think that's one of those things that, that keeps me going. I think that's one of those things that we both have to like a lot of us have to step back from us creators and like realize like that is pretty cool. Like, you know, like yeah. we take enjoyment in that and sometimes it feels like it's like stress or sometimes it feels like it's an obligation. But like, man, well, like, yeah. you look back, you're like, that was cool. I got that shot. Exactly. I had this vision and I made that vision. It was like cool. Yeah. I had a similar situation. I made this one with, like the four ways mountain bikers cross water or something. I was editing and I, well, I got it all and I was like, wait a minute. I'm missing that one shot where I roll up and stop and like, look, you know? And I was like, I drove all the way to Granite Bay. I drove like a, a two hour and a half round trip to go get <laughs> that two second clip. And people yeah. don't know that these are the behind the scenes. It's funny, but like I drove an yeah. hour and a half the next day to go get that one little shot that I knew was just going to make the video or like, I just thought, you know, it's like, I need that to establish the fact that I'm there, you know, like I just yeah. need that one little thing. And like, you know, it's, it's I still think it's funny. Like, I love those behind the scenes stories. I could tell those all day. You know, you could too. Or it's like, this, this is, I had to get through this to get that one little piece right there that you saw. You have no idea how long that took. That was like 20 hours, you know, or whatever. It's so funny. Yeah. And sometimes it's just um, us being anal retentive as well, where yeah. like my shot will be fine, but it, it's like, man, I just didn't like the way that the mic peaked on that one spot. Mm-hmm. So I'm now, oh, wait, but those clothes I wore yesterday are dirty because I worked them. Now I got to do my laundry, you know, like all yep. this other stuff. So I can put the same clothes back on. Wait a minute. I need to trim my beard. And <laughs> yeah, they look like, exactly the same. <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, crap. I got a haircut. Now I got to film those other parts ever again. Shit. Oh, my God. There's something to yeah. it, man. There's something to it. And like real, like that can help me get out of funks right there. Just like thinking about that. Like, man, that's I take pride. I take pride in the fact that I'm willing to put that extra work in to get that thing. You know, we all. We have those little moments and those are funny, man. It's like, just like, just above and beyond, but also like, yeah, being totally just ADHD almost where you're like, it needs to be just right. You know, like yeah. I yeah, said right. in a recent video I was, I was doing, I did, uh, I said damping again or dampening. And so I was yeah. like, ah, oh, crap. I was already done shooting everything. I was going to go in the garage and reshoot it, but I was like, wait a minute. I think I could pull this off. So I went outside and I got the audio rolling and I, and I said the sentence again, but with this time with damping. And then I like synced up that audio almost precisely with the clip of the video, but I had to make a quick cut with a separate thing to make it like fluid. But if you look at the video, you have no clue, but it was like, I spent a ton of extra time because I was like, I I think I can do it. You know, it's like in the video, like my voice, my lips almost completely sync up. It's like, it's so fast. You would never notice. And that's why I was like, ah, that's good enough. Boom. But I pulled it those off, are, and I was, those are those things that um that are kind of fun, where it feels like you just pulled the wool over everybody. Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. There's been some times where I like use one clip, and maybe something was wrong with the audio, so I'm like getting the trail noise off of another part of the video, or yep. 
maybe maybe in this part of the video i was talking and i don't want to be talking but i like the shot yeah, yeah so yeah. i like take the trail noise from another part of the video Same and it is. just looks like it's the same ride it's like nope I tricked you guys. I love that <laughs> stuff. I love that stuff. It's so it's like yeah. it's the creatives like can find a solution to the problem. Like, yeah, yeah. Do I need to reshoot or can I pull it off without it? Or what like, like what, what do we need to pull to make this work? You know, it's like and then having the mind to know yeah. what's appropriate and what's not, you know, it's like and you know what the audio needs to come up a little bit here to really like hear that thing. Yeah. Or like, yeah, it's like, yeah. It's interesting how your mind starts thinking in edit though. Like I, I'll talk to some of my friends and um one of my buddies was helping me take some drone shots the other day. Yeah. And and I was like, look, man, what you did there, I understand what why you did that. But honestly, I would not have done that. I would have because I can actually do that in the edit. Yeah. And make it look like what you tried to do. Yeah. You know, yeah. So it's yep. like like where it, it's really weird that um it, it's a side effect of this that I never thought would happen. Like if you watch a show you start watching the cuts oh yeah for some reason you're like oh that was a really nice transition they did there mm -hmm. <laughs> you're like oh man the framing like, in that shot was so good about? yeah <laughs> all of a sudden i understand how like some of those artistic movies do so well with the reviews of the critics yeah. but it's just you've gone so far into the freaking rabbit hole that you lost sense of reality <laughs> god i'll do it to my wife she hates it like i'll just be we'll be watching something i was like oh man do you see that like the way they pulled off that angle right there like if you look at the scene you if you look at the blue light up top and this happened in like the movie parasite i'm like look notice how it's blue at the, the left top right of the left top side of the frame and on the bottom right it's red this symbolizes the travel from like heaven to hell essentially the yeah, the descent yeah. of these characters and i'm like she's like can we just watch the movie i'm like okay yeah. all right like like <laughs> the one that really got me going was that uh there's that world war ii movie that they did a while ago that's all one shot oh yeah 1917 was it 1917 Something like that yeah, yeah yeah but it's like you're watching it trying to at least me i'm like where was they at oh yeah, yeah, yeah. you're like i saw oh, a wait, pole there move. there's a there's a pillar that moved across the screen that's where they did it right there yeah that was the one. <laughs> yeah you're you're all excited and they're like will you shut up yeah shut Just up shut up god dude Two hours, man, went by quick, like it sure always did. does with you, dude. Yep. Honestly, so fun. Good times. Yeah, yeah. I really appreciate you taking the time to sit down, and chat with me. Um, thanks for helping me get the the biker bar season, whatever, back back in online and and we're, we're rolling, we're ready to go. Yeah. Yes. Man. Let's not make it a year before we do this again. And no, I'll have you on a fireside chat soon because uh, now that it's getting darker out, I'm gonna start ramp. Well, I'm, it's so much work, but yeah, I'll probably start ramping those up. So we'll have to have you over for that too. Yeah, yeah. Or maybe you could buy that other house thingy for <laughs> so expensive. <laughs> Just tell her it's for the fireside chats too. You guys can't come out for this either. Yeah, you can't come in. You can't touch this one either. Like I have another editing rig set up over there. Like to, basically, I, you just need another property. Can you buy the neighbor's house? <laughs> oh my God, yeah, no, not with this, Mark. Not with these interest rates, huh? Right. Oh my God, we're not going there. Yeah, let's not. <laughs> let's. Not I got video that. games to play, Robert. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. So, anyways, really appreciate it. If you guys are not familiar with Joe or the Cali Rider Kid, look him up on the internets. You know how to do those things. Give him the, the follows and the subscribes and the likes. And while you're over there checking out Instagram, swing by Biker and give me a follow. That'd be awesome. Love seeing those numbers grow. Really appreciate everybody tuning in. Thank you guys so much 
for being there on Patreon. Thank you guys for still being there on Instagram and following me while I'm I'm apparently taking a while, while I took a vacation. So I really appreciate everybody out there. Those of you that are want to go above and beyond, do me a favor, roll over, write the, the five-star review over there on Apple Podcasts and uh, give me something to talk about in my next intro. So you have roughly a week. You got a week to, to be the guy that does it. So thanks again, Joe. I really appreciate it. But I want you to remember one thing. It only takes a bike to be a biker. Get out and be one. <laughs> I almost tried to sync it up with you. Be one.